Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rev up those fryers because I am sure hungry for one. Greg Hill Show. Broadcasting from beautiful and safe Brighton, Massachusetts. Woo! It's go, 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 go time. This is. Who are you? I'm out, Greg. Pleased to meet you. The Greg Hill Morning Show. Tick, tick, boom. Starring. I'm Instagram famous. Quack, quack, quack. Come on, man. We go way back. You're damn right we do, Tom. You're a fraud, Greg. Greg Hill. North Shore Beefs is a traditional local to a region food. Right. It's like bar beef. And so is it subs, though. You can't get a good sub on the South Shore. What yeah, about a grinder? What are you talking about, no. dude? No, 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 no. You're so, like, no, you can't, so, Greg. You, I bet you, you they... like a weirdo. Featuring the original spark of the Pats dynasty. Super Bowl champion Jermaine... Uh, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Wiggy. I told you, if I can't walk up, walk up and walk down the mountain, I'm not going up it. I, I will I would never get on a chairlift or a stupid gongola, whatever the hell it's called. Joined by the relationship alpha. Oh, this is gonna make me sound stupid, but can't you just buy your own sex doll? Courtney Cox. Where did he go on business? San Diego. Mm-hmm. And he took his golf clubs with him? Yes. Oh, uh, that doesn't sound like a business job. Well, he said he was taking one meeting on the course. Okay. Uh, can you um, imagine the harumph? thing that goes on when she sees him packing his golf clubs for a business trip. And accompanied by... Look at my booty in these tight pants. You know, can't stuff it in your mouth if you're on the phone. Two big brains behind the glass. Brian Hoyer, the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Another stroke of sweetness. Curtis and Shine. Much like putting the control of the Concorde super jet in the, in the hands of a five-year-old. Now, let's get down to business. It's time to party! It's time for the Greg Hill Morning Show. Good morning. Good hello morning, everybody. (laughs) Hello, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Good morning, my neighbors. On Boston Sports Original. W-E-E-I. I'm a people. W-E-E-I. When I say Greg Hill and you say show. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Show. All right. It's go, 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 go time. the games begin, let's go. Let's go. Tick, tick, boom. Well, good morning and hello from Loon Mountain and the South Peak Lodge and the first ever snow show. Give yourselves a round of applause for being here this morning. 
I mean, how's that sound, Curtis? Unbelievable. Your energy sounds amazing. <laughs> How do I sound? Yeah, I think you could be a little hotter there. Oh, I, I mean, you're already hot. I could be hotter. Uh, I could be hotter. How about Curtis? Turn Curtis up if you can, Griff. Morning. How's everybody? I am well. How you doing, Greg? Well, you know, I mean, I, I a disaster getting here last night. I, I fell asleep at my house. Which can you I explain? Huh? Can you explain? Because that you worries turn me. Courtney, how are, how do I get here two oh, minutes gosh. before the show and everybody's mic? Oh, that's no, what happens. When you're the leader, because she's Turn hot. Everybody up, Shine. Oh, morning. Shine says I'm hot. Oh, Thank she's you. hot. Good morning, Shine. You're welcome. Oh, yes. um, oh no, she's hot. I am confused as how that happened to you last night. Like you, you called me. You said, you know, I thought I was just going to sleep for 40 minutes. All of a sudden, three hours later, I went. I went home. I mm. took a nap, and by the time I awoke, it was mm. four o'clock. So, yeah. Greg, uh, you know what I'm noticing? What? They don't look out for you like they're supposed to. Right. What about you? Right. Uh, I, I, I think th- I thought your connection was. We're in the seaport. I call Greg. I make sure he's up. I yep. make sure, hey, Greg, I'm yep. getting on the road. I don't know what if you guys. What about this morning? Everybody, driving left, again. everybody left the house without me right, this morning. Right, right. I don't get inside it. Our, inside baseball here, uh, Wiggy is trying to stir the pot because Greg walked up to the table this morning and said, thanks for calling to wake well, me I up this morning. Well, I thought you guys had a connection. When we were going to sleep last night, Greg was going into his room. I said, Gregory, please turn on your alarm for the morning. He said, okay. And no alarm was set, I guess. Yeah, no. Or like I, a knock I, on the I, door, um, like boom, boom. Because remember, I'm upstairs. You guys are down. And yeah, I, I know you stole so my I, bedroom. I, I, felt, I felt that you guys had like this salty seaport connection. Yeah, so I did. I arrived a half an hour late to the event last night at the Woodstock Inn, which was extraordinary. Yes. Unbelievable. Um, and then this morning, I made just made it barely in time for the start of the but show. But you're here, and that's all that matters. Yeah, we're here. Great bunch of people here. Uh, and Wiggy, are you ready? This is a, this is your debut. When yeah, I, 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 I'm ready to go. I got my skis over there. I got my boots, my poles, my brain bucket, and my goggles. Foyer got me, gave me his pants. They're a little tight around the waist, but, you know, in the crotch region. <laughs> but it is what okay. it is. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't help that, but they fit. Good enough. So I'm ready to conquer that mountain out there. Have you decided if this is going to be the peak that you go on? Because everybody says that South Peak, where we are at Loon, uh-huh. the, these are the most treacherous trails that they have. Well, Ken and I scouted it out yesterday. Did a really deep dive scouting. I was feeling the snow. They said that if snow is too hard, then sometimes it can get real slick and icy. So I felt the snow. I walked around the kind of the snow areas. So right. I did a really deep dive in intel on what angles I need to take as I'm coming down the mountain. Okay. Well, we're ready. Uh, Nine o'clock or so is when you're going to venture yep. right down the mountain. I got my stretch yesterday. Okay. Uh, How so was that? I was really good. I went, you went to stre- stretch zone or Stretch whatever. zone and movement. My, yeah. my hips are good. Loose. They said you got to have good loose hips right. um, when you're skiing. <laughs> so I felt really good yesterday with the hips. So I don't want this good hip mobility to go to waste. Right. I'm going to utilize it at the slopes, and then I'm going to utilize it tonight when I get home. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Are you welcome back? Where? At the stretch zone. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I am very welcome back. Did they, did they offer any kind of a, an additional service? for? No, no, for no, a, no, no. Strictly stretch. It was all yes. stretching? Yes. Yeah, did you find this in, in on an Instagram DM like a certain quarterback? <laughs> no, 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 or was no, this... no, 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 no. Okay. My guy, Anthony, uh, he stretched me out really good. Great. <laughs> not, not next year. Uh-huh. 
like a certain quarterback who was once coached by the new offensive coordinator that of the New York Patriots. Nobody true. wakes him up, and he still has the segue of the day. Yeah, I know. there you huh? go. Right? Am I right? That's why they pay you the big bucks. So, I don't know. We have the New England Patriots officially have an offensive coordinator, and he's never called a single play on that side of the football ever in the NFL. Uh, or, uh, well, he did a couple did. times, uh, but yeah. uh, I, I have to say when I saw it was him, I just said, thank Christ it's not McDaniels. Like, it literally could yeah. have been mm-hmm. Jackson. And I would have been okay with it. So you it. don't care. I mean, I don't care. I care. Daniels. I mean, I think it's it's a a guy that has worked with several quarterbacks. Yep. I think in the end, he and Deshaun Watson may have not jived with it with whatever the plans were in Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns are stuck with Deshaun Watson at two hundred fifty million bucks guaranteed. So he got you know that team was a defensive minded team, but the, he's worked with Jacoby Brissett. He's worked with Joe Flacco. He's right. worked with several different quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield. And let's see. I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to be great. He's obviously not, like, you know, the top-of-the-market guy. But he's better than, I think, Josh McDaniels coming back would have been, or Bill O'Brien coming Yeah, back. but is it at all concerning to you that you clearly didn't get anybody that you actually wanted? You got the the, the only guy who would take the job? Well, they must uh, they must have wanted him, right? No, what are you talking about? Well, he, he showed up yesterday for right. an interview. So he must have Last blew him away. Last guy and then they hired him on the spot. Well, it's that, like, t- it's that like must you, tell you that he really blew them because no, I thought it was going to be Nick Kill. No, it's like tax time. What, mm-hmm. what are the places that do? They have the uh, guy standing outside in the dollar bill costume. They do your taxes. Right. They hire people. Yeah. At, H&R at, Block? Yeah, yeah they hire people at, at tax time. That's that's who but you got. There was a report that came out yesterday that said Nick Haley was still the number one choice. That, right. that was the lead that Gerard Mayo was going down. So mm-hmm. Wiggy's right. This guy must have walked in the door and blown him away unless Nick Haley was the front runner and said, hey, actually, I've Nick, done all these interviews, but I don't want it. I think Nick Haley said he didn't want the job. No, There's no he, way he says he doesn't want it. There's no way he's going to pass up being an OC to go back to being the tight ends coach with the Rams. This is it. You, you, the, the, the goal in any job that you have is to climb the ladder, right? So if you're the, the tight ends coach and the, at the Rams, Sean McVay calls the offense. So he knows, all right, in order for him to elevate, that's the perfect opportunity. This guy must have just been so good at his interview that Mayo and, and the hiring crew was like, yo, we got to hire this guy. I'm a Curtis on this one. I'm glad it's not Josh McDaniels. It's not Billy O'Brien. It's a guy from a completely different system that probably has been, you know, in multiple places and is going to come in with his own philosophy. Now we, now we figure out who the quarterback is that he has to coach. And like Curtis said, it was Joe Flacco, who's a pocket passer. It's Deshaun Watson, who's a guy that has some mobility. So clearly he has a, a little bit of uh, – being able to deal with multiple guys. And I don't really mind the no call and plays on offense. I've never done doing that before because before Bobby Schlowick called plays, nobody knew what he did. You know what I mean? I think this is his first year of actually calling plays. I um, mean, he might have been an offense, the, the receivers coach. So I think it's a great opportunity. And Gerard Mayo's building his own staff. That's what at least I'm getting from it. And it's a clear indicator that maybe they're not bringing Mac Jones back. Maybe it's not going to be a Mac Jones situation moving forward. That was the whole issue when it came to Josh McDaniels. So, you know, they went a completely different route, and hopefully it's not Mac Jones. Right. So because he's a quarterback guy, does that mean to you that they're definitely taking a quarterback with that third pick? More so what Gerard Mayo said in all these interviews where he said, what's the most important position? We're going to focus on the most important position. To me, that was a clear indicator of what he's going to do in the draft. Uh, This, I guess, adds salt to it. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on, Gray. 
What if this means Baker Mayfield? Does he have a good relationship with him? Baker Mayfield is a free agent at the end of the season. Obviously, people mm-hmm. think he's going to stick with the Bucks. He's going to be not the cheap option he was last year, but what if Alex Van Pelt and Baker Mayfield worked well together? They won a playoff game. In that playoff game, Stefanski had something going on. I don't know what was happening, but he called the plays in right. the playoff game for the Browns where Baker Mayfield beat the Steelers in the first round of the playoffs. So I have no idea. I just think it's um, – yesterday, if you want to talk about bad news, it's that Elliot Wolf is the GM. and De facto. It, it, like like, he, like yeah. He's been – according to Mike Reese, he's been in the interview rooms with all these coordinators. Mm-hmm. And the other negative slant is you're entering next season with a first-year head coach and without a coordinator on either side of the ball that has ever called plays consistently. So you have Covington, who's new, the new defensive coordinator. And even if Mayo is really still leading the defense, right. Steve Belichick was the one that was actually calling the plays. Yeah. So you have a new coach, new coach, and your coordinators haven't called uh, plays yet, really, on a consistent basis in the NFL. But that's what we wanted, though, as fans, right? We wanted guys. That... Well, I didn't. I, I didn't want that. But the, it... I, I wanted Bill Belichick to be here. I, I, mean, I, didn't yeah, want... I, I mean, I wanted Bill to be here, but we got to a point where we knew Bill wasn't going to be here, and then it was about, okay. Okay, but I wanted did you want, you were, uh, if... So would you have been happy if Josh McDaniels would have came back? He's called plays a million times. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, he did a great job with Mac Jones his rookie year. Yes, I would have. See, I, 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 I'm I with Curtis on this one. I, I want to completely know if you're going away from Bill, let Mayo do his own thing. Don't bring in guys that we've already had here before. Let's bring in somebody that has been in multiple yeah, places. Yeah, no, I, I just didn't want – I didn't know it was going to be run like an internship program, like <laughs> the way you bring in people who don't have any experience to, 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 to doing, the, doing all the jobs. I don't get it. Yeah. If the crafts could get away with an intern program where you just had to pay on college credit, I think they might do it right Yeah, now. well, I do think I, I mean i would assume that their new offensive coordinator is being paid by the browns since he was fired by the browns so by the way I, is he cheap he is yeah. probably not expensive okay all right he, he was previously owned not used yeah um yeah I, I i finally understand the belichick situation and it crystallized for me driving up beautiful drive by the way yeah Stunning. it's you made it to the right lincoln new hampshire which is great lincoln new hampshire is just i mean i might move here yeah i love it um, but the um, I, I have an understanding of why Belichick didn't get hired, and I think we've been thinking about the wrong guy mm. when it comes to the entire situation because the second that the commanders hired Dan Quinn, who is a gigantic boob, the guy has – if you're 60 and you wear a backwards cap, mm-hmm. like, go away. Greg's sitting here. <laughs> and the other thing is, is he's – like. The only reason I know of Dan Quinn is because he orchestrated the biggest choke in the history of American team sports. And he's been with the Cowboys coaching Micah Parsons. Jackson, again, could coach Micah Parsons and be a good defensive coordinator. He's like the modern-day LT. And he's going to the commanders when Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick are available. Like, it was not based on merit. From where I from where I sit. Yeah. All right. Well, Patriots have a new offensive coordinator. We will talk about that this morning, and I'm sure when we get to today's leads, that that will be a part of that. We are at Loon Mountain with an unbelievable group of people. Bright and early this morning. Give yourselves a round of applause for being here. We're here till ten this morning. Uh, breakfast being served here. Great night last night. I want to thank everybody who came out to the Woodstock Inn last night, North Woodstock, New Hampshire. I can't do the nights with you guys. What, I can't. What, what? I, I feel better than I should right now, worse mm-hmm. than I've ever felt doing this program. Really? Yeah. So this is it, the worst hangover? Well, I mean, having an espresso martini with the beautiful Julia Hill around 11 p.m. in the evening was probably not my best call. But uh, other than that, you and, and 
people were so nice last night. Every single person I saw was like, you want to get sauced up? Here's a green tea shot. <laughs> so I did a few of those before we left Woodstock mm. in. Oh, and yeah. then the yeah. after party was great. But it yeah. was, I, I, when my alarm went off this morning, I said. I mean, you look and sound fantastic. Thank you. I mean, right, yeah. Thank you. I'm just shaking. But yeah. other than that. <laughs> That's right. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll be downing this Diet Coke mm. and this water. Well, Curtis will tell you the best way to cure that is to get right back on it. It's immediately uh, to your left. I do not want to take any drinking advice from Curtis. So. That is a fair point. Noted. <laughs> All right. Um, coming up, we will get to today's leads in just about 15 minutes at 625. And then they said it, which is a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports at 7. Courtney has the news coming up at 730 and then at 9 or thereabouts. Wiggy will take to the slopes here at Loon Mountain and give it a try for the first time ever. I will. I am we have super a ski instructor. Excited. We have an instructor coming by here to tell you how legs, to do man. it. So don't, yeah, just stretch yourself out. Get ready for it. Instead of an instructor, just have Ken send an email because that's the only thing that Wiggy pays attention to. Uh, I did send a good yes, email yesterday yes, about yes. the content. Yeah, right, you do pay attention to his emails. Yeah, boss, mine. All right, here, uh, here is Courtney with what is trending this first hour. <laughs> Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, the Celtics fell to the Lakers at the TD Garden last night, 114-105. to This comes despite AD and LeBron sitting on the bench. Jason Tatum led the way with only 23 points. It was the C's first loss as a 15-plus point favorite in the last 30 years. And, Greg, I know you're having a rough morning, not to throw you under the bus, but they started the season 20-0 and at home. They're now 2-3 and since your infamous undefeated at-home lead. Yeah, I mean, you can put that on me if you want, but how you're unable to beat that team last night Without LeBron James and AD, yeah. is, uh, that's alarming. It is alarming. And it wasn't even close like the whole no. game. The Lakers were up 10 most of the whole game. And also the fact that LeBron James doesn't play in that game last night. Like, I mean, what Like what? What's? Yeah. What did he have the sniffles or like what was his, what was his issue last night? I mean, how do you feel if you're TNT, one of your broadcasts of the year, Lakers-Celtics, you know, the most historic rivalry in the history of the NBA, and it's no Anthony Davis, no LeBron James. And also, how do you feel if you're one of the people that paid for the tickets at the Garden last night? Right. Oh, obviously man. rooting against LeBron, but that's the draw. That's why you paid all that money. I mean, well, the tickets are insane, insane right now for the I, Celtics. I, I thought they created a specific rule this season, which required those guys to play. No, I think it, it, it's if they play less than 65 games, then they're not eligible for any of the awards, which then could affect. No, but the team, but the team also gets fined. Yeah, that if was the, a rule if, that got. If the, if, oh, if, the, the na- if the name players do not play in, in enough games, yeah. and that's what that was last night. Well, Jalen Brown ended the night with only eight points. He talked about his frustration after the loss. Uh, very frustrating. You know, tonight was a rough night. Um, we take full responsibility for it. Um, and it started with that first group. We weren't very good tonight. Um, we came out lackadaisical, and it's the NBA. You come out with that mentality, you can lose. And that's what we did. We lost. And an update on that Joel Embiid injury. He has a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee. He will be out throughout the rest of the weekend while treatment options for the injury continue to be explored. This is not good for the Sixers. Uh, the Patriots have hired their offensive coordinator in Alex Van Pelt. He got the nod. He spent the last four seasons with the Browns. In some baseball news, the Orioles have acquired former young winner Corbin Burns in a trade with the Brewers. Oh, I, I remember when we traded for Cy Young winners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I thought there was nobody really available right now to go after right. the Red Sox. I, I don't think the Red Sox have ever been further away from the rest of the division in my lifetime. Yeah. Like, even when the Sox sucked in the 90s, they were, like, middle of the pack. Yeah. 
Do you think they're looking at all at that near $2 billion price tag that the new owners paid for the Orioles? And are the the Red Sox looking at that at all and saying how much their franchise is worth, Curtis? There are certain things I can't think about because I want it to happen so badly that it will overcome everything else I do during the day. And I want this ownership group to sell so badly. Who do you want to buy it? My dad? No. um, (laughs) Anybody. I want a local group of people that are, you, you know, Craig, you are the, the deal maker. Yeah. Why don't you get, you know, Calman and you know who Ernie I want. You know who I want to buy it? Rob Hale. Yep. Rob, Rob Hale. Hale. Thank God. That is a great investment. Yeah. I mean, that how do we a... get that to happen? We should work on it. We let's give, let's do a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. All right, Courtney. Thank you. A plus. You're hungover and successful here oh, uh, at Loon Mountain right now. 28 degrees. It's flat out balmy. By the way, I parked. I'm walking in very quietly, and all I hear is, Elate! Neil <laughs> from the Haunts is just oh. sitting in his car heckling me. Neil okay. comes to every road show, the and best. he came to the first snow show. Can we have a round of applause for Neil, please? Love Where you, is Neil. the big dog? Did he bike here? There. Yes. Oh, okay. No, he didn't. No. 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 Neil is to the road show, that guy with Happy Gilmore. He goes, you're going to shank it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, obscure reference. Uh, 28 degrees, mostly cloudy here. Afternoon high of 36 back home. 32 degrees and cloudy. Afternoon high of 42. All right, we are at Loon Mountain, the South Peak Lodge and the South Peak Resort, and it is the first ever snow show with a whole bunch of incredible people who came here bright and early. Breakfast is served. We have uh, right over there, if you go see Ashley from the foundation, we have limited edition snow show merch. So get on that for the Greg Hill Foundation, and we will be back with today's leads coming up next. Okay, Sean, I hear what you're doing. We, got, we have a little mountain theme this morning when it comes to rejoins. Yes, sir. Is Hell that of a rejoin. All right. Molly um, Gay, Tammy Terrell. Hell of a rejoin. Needed to make sure uh, what, Wiggy was ready to go for today, too. So. Yes. Um, what incredible football film does that remind you of all day long? Oh, Remember, Remember the, the Titans. Titans. All day, right. baby. Right. That's a right. great song. Left it is. It is. Uh, we are at Loon Mountain for the snow show with a bunch of incredible listeners who showed up this morning. Morning. Thank you for being here. Show is on Twitch. Uh, so you can watch this show on Twitch. Just go to Twitch and follow WEI. And I highly recommend that you stop whatever you're planning on doing at 9 o'clock and watch Wiggy attempt to make his way down the mountain. Uh, you got your skis, your boots, everything yesterday, yes, rental wise. Yes. Got a lot of tips last night. Yeah, you did. Yeah. A lot, a lot of great insight. At the Woodstock Inn? Yep. And Fre- French fries and pizza. Yeah. Well, a lot of food-related tips for my skis on which way to go. And, yeah. Ricky, what would you have for dinner? Then the one guy told me, don't go this way. What? He said, don't point your feet in to slow down or stop. Well, no, that's how you do this. Stopping is the pizza. Yeah. If you want to go faster, you do the French fries. So you, you, you align your skis like French fries. Right. Um, but when you want to stop, you just have to snowplow. It's like it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that's, pizza, pizza is a snowplow. Wiggy, I mean, yeah. Greg, with all due respect, yeah. If Wiggy could stop eating pizza, a lot of things would have been different. <laughs> yeah, no, I love pizza. Um, the uh, the pot stickers were really good at. Well, that. that's why I was going to get a review of the Woodstock Inn from you last night. Oh, uh, so what did you think? Number one on the list, pot stickers all day long. Really? And then I got the steak tips. Yeah, the steak tips were really good. The slaw, 
Slaw was hitting. So had like even though we're up here in North New Hampshire, or what we call it North, is it way we way north. Or yeah, we're, we're way north. Yeah. The Slaw was reminding me of the South. Uh, the nachos were good. Okay, I did like we I well, like we said. I got my section, enjoyed my section. Okay, the, we got uh, we got chicken. I wanted the pulled pork, but everybody was kind of pausing on that. Mm-hmm. What? Did, huh? No, no, I said chicken, and then... Oh, there's Ken Laird. Round of applause for our boss, Ken Laird. Yeah. I wanted... Hey, we got, we should have got the other one as pulled pork, but everybody was like, get two chickens, get two Why chickens. Why didn't you say that? You... Well, because I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. Everything right. go okay last night? I Everything mean, was great. Okay. How'd it go with you? Fantastic. We went. Courtney and I went to an after hours, so like we. we're uh, 21 years old, yep. uh, but it was great. Uh, and and uh, everything is, uh, I think I think we're okay. And how about your kids coming out for you? That's yeah. very, very nice. Well, Julia the, and Brace the, are the it's best. The, it's the free skiing. That's why they're here. They're not here for me. <laughs> they're here for the free skiing. Before we forget about Ken, at some point today, we have to discuss the wildest text message I have ever seen. Oh, Ken to Courtney? I mean, I, I saw it last night, and I don't think I've laughed that hard. In a, in the log- yeah. It was such an it's, earnest it's, communication. Uh, it's micromanaging. <laughs> And it's also essentially assuming no disrespect. No, no, none taken. That somebody is dumb. Yes, it it did come across assumes, that way. I think Ken assumes that you're an airhead. Oh, yeah, <laughs> or that I've never taken. I don't. I've does never anybody, been. A- does anybody think Courtney's an airhead here? No, no. Uh, I he, he also may have thought I've never gotten on an airplane before in my life. But yeah. you know, it was very it was very dad like. It was it was nice. <laughs> I just I stared at the text message for. Over an hour, sent it to Santo, said, am I reading this correctly? <laughs> yeah. And then showed Curtis and Ken uh, last uh-huh. night. It, it reminded me of, you know when you have, you're, you're, you're about to go to dinner and you're a young kid and your, your mom or dad is like, oh, are you sure you want to order that? That's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it was. But Ken is here in yep. his do-rag. Yeah. Like a new a ski, one. Like a ski bra. There you go. Shime, are we playing the, are we playing the ski bra game with Wiggy this morning? Oh, you know it, Greg. Okay. Uh, we'll do that before the he heads up to the top of the mountain. Yeah, before I shred the mountain. Yeah, before you shred. Shred it. How was your day off, Shime? It was good, Greg. I needed to get some stuff done. Uh, one thing in particular, got it done. We're good to go. Okay. All right. Well, I got to we tell you, you, you missed Jackson's lead of the year. So <laughs> oh, boy. you have big shoes to fill today. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. God. Yeah, you do. He wants Jackson to, got the best lead. He wants to ban teammates from banging each other on the head with their helmet. <laughs> CT. Interesting. Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah. To be fair, I'd never heard it before. It was original. Yeah, hey, it was. That. It was very, very original. <laughs> like most of the things that Jackson says. Uh, all right, we should get to today's leads. This is the Greg Hill Show. Time now for the lead. <laughs> Great Joe Walsh and the uh, Rocky Mountain Way. Am I right about it? It's, it's a Nailed band, it, though. But it's a band that Joe Walsh was in um, prior, I think, prior to the Eagles. What's the name of that band? Uh, no, so it says it's his solo project. 
No. It's just titled as Joe Walsh is the only artist. No, I think I I I I think it's I think it's a band. Somebody will I I can't see Twitch. Somebody in Twitch will know. Mm-hmm. All right, leads this morning. James Gang. Uh, James Gang. Yes, thank you, Courtney. You're welcome. Yeah, Love it. James Gang. Um, leads this morning. Shine brought to us by uh, Northeast Electrical. Okay. Um, where uh, pros where pros need pros. At northeastelectrical.com. Yep, Northeast Electrical, New England's full-service electrical distributor, provides electrical products and services to electrical pros across the region. 40 locations serving the trade or at needco.com, Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros. All right, Chime, uh, you did not use the first flex day of the year. I believe that honor belongs to Wiggy, but you're back after a flex day. So uh, great to have you back, Chime. Thanks. Great to be back, Greg. Refreshed, ready to go. Uh, so today... Excited about the way Gerard Mayo is approaching this coaching staff. I know, Greg, you feel like it's just like, oh, uh, this is the only guy that takes the job. But for yep. me, this is they identified, they finally identified the guy they wanted and they signed him, right? They, they interviewed a bunch of guys and yet hadn't really extended a contract that we know of to anybody uh, for the OC position in particular. And then as soon Chime, as they, he, he, inter- he interviewed yesterday and then they hired him. Yeah, they, yes, exactly. They interviewed, it, which to me indicates they found their guy. Like, Gerard Mayo has approached this in a way where he was interviewing a bunch of people. He clearly was not comfortable or not convinced by any one of these particular candidates. Then they bring in Alex Van Pelt. They interview him, and boom, right away, Gerard Mayo wants to hire him. So to me, that indicates a guy who knows what he wants, knows what he was looking for, and when he found it, he jumped at it, and there was no hesitation there. And so I think, to me, that is a step in the right direction. And on top of it, it's a complete escape from the Bill Belichick tree. Like, this is this guy has nothing to do with Bill Belichick. He's worked in Green Bay. He's worked with Aaron Rodgers. He's worked in Cleveland with Kevin Stefanski. Like, I think... Alex Van Pelt has a bit of experience that this uh, Patriots coaching staff in particular just doesn't necessarily have. Like Demarcus Covington, new DC, uh, you know, Gerard Mayo, new head coach. Alex Van Pelt at least has been around for a little while. He hasn't been an OC, sure, but he's technically, by all accounts, won a playoff game with the Cleveland Browns because Kevin Stefanski was out with COVID and Alex Van Pelt was the uh, interim coach for the game and won the game. So, like, I think this guy has some capability. I'm curious to see kind of what the offense looks like. Cleveland runs a lot of wide zone schemes, which I personally love. I love attacking the cornerbacks with the running backs. So uh, I'll nerd out on that all day. I like the hire. I like the way Gerard Mayo is doing it, and I'm excited for the for the rest of the offseason for the New England Patriots. Okay, does it concern you at all that you had to hire a guy who was fired uh, when it came to his current position in the NFL? That's the guy that you got. Guys get fired in the NFL all the time, Greg. Okay. And you still and they still get jobs, That's, and you still hire them. Like it's not that, that, like Kevin Stefanski calls the plays in Cleveland. So I, I, I guess you know if you consider him being fired, if you think he was really bad at his job, fine. But like he wasn't calling the plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't concern you at all either. That he has yet to call very many plays in in the NFL. Nope. A, like I said, the one game, or one of the two games, he did have to call plays. He won a playoff game. So good job. Okay. By him. All right. Shime, thank you. Curtis, good morning. Good morning, Greg. So it is not based on Bill Belichick's ability. It is not based on Bill Belichick's inflexibility when it comes to the reason he hasn't been hired. The reason Bill Belichick hasn't been hired is because the rest of the owners in the NFL were sick and tired of firing coaches only to see the Patriots hire them for a 
unnamed position, nameless, not a coordinator, so that they had to pay the full freight for Joe Judge or Josh McDaniels or Bill O'Brien or, to Matt, coach, Patricia. or Matt Patricia to coach for the Patriots. They are finally saying, Robert, you're on the hook for $25 million. It's the only thing that makes sense. There is no actual tangible reason why Bill Belichick isn't coaching the Commanders, a team that, that like, This is you saying this, by the way. Yes. Not, not the biggest Bill fan. Of course not. Yeah. He's a better coach than Dan effing Quinn. I mean, are we on drugs? It, it, like, the, the only reason he is out of the league is because the rest of the owners were sick and tired of the Patriots taking advantage of a loophole, mm. forcing them to compensate coaches for doing jobs that they should have been compensated by the Patriots for. And Bill Belichick is not, you know, blameless. He took advantage of that, too. So he suffers in this. But there is no other rational explanation as to why Bill Belichick remains on the sidelines. So every single head coaching position in the NFL this morning has been filled. Correct. And Bill Belichick does not have a job. It is crazy. It's, it's, it's wild to it me. It is maddening. Shine's I, prediction so coming I, true. I, what, that he's going to retire? Yeah. He's I, not going to retire. There's no way he retires. There is no way in my mind that he just sits around for a full year and then goes back into the league next year. The blow to his ego with this is going to be the biggest hit he's ever taken. It's not right. It's so disrespectful to Bill Belichick if you're any other organization in the NFL. But to think that he's going to sit on Nantucket for a full season watching other teams and then hoping that he lands a head coaching position after that, that is too big of a slap in the face. If I'm Bill Belichick, I'm wiping my hands clean. I'm saying, all right, that's a career. So what's he going to do now? Right. I mean, he doesn't I, need I, to do anything. He has more money than God, and he's in his 70s. Yeah, Let but him people rest. get bored, this, though. They, Courtney, people, just because they have a ton of money, crap load of money, they get bored just sitting at home or sitting on a golf course or sitting on a boat. So he, unless he says, unless there is a, no team this, next year that will hire him. Mid-season. Mid-seat, whenever, unless there's no team moving forward that ever gives this guy another shot, he's that he's only going to retire if he's forced to retire because no one wants to hire him. What will be the difference this season from next season? Where where you look at all of these teams that had open positions uh-huh. and they didn't want well, Bill. Well, what's going to happen next year is maybe you'll have better teams that are Super Bowl contenders who go, we're just a coach away. Buffalo Bills, your team, Courtney, you brought this up. Uh, the New York Jets with Robert Sala, he doesn't get it done. The Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones goes, man, I screwed that one up. I brought Mike McCarthy back as a lame duck coach. He didn't get the job done. Maybe Philadelphia, one of those co- teams that has everything in place and goes, all right, we only need Bill for three years. He's willing to do that for us. We already got everything in place. Let's give him a call on his boat and see if he wants to come back and coach. And so maybe it's one of those teams. Maybe all these crappy teams like Washington, they're like, God, we don't want to spend all this money on a guy. I think the league has, they must have, the owners have decided that they're not going to pay a lot for coaches. They're going to get young guys that they don't have to pay a lot but, of money but to. But Curtis brings up hot I, I mean, ball, which that, is a good point. Yeah, but he's an outlier. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't the, the I, other reason why that could, you know, maybe play part and parcel with what I said is Bill's refusal to utilize analytics. And it feels like football is a, like the only way football's behind baseball is that the analytics sort of revolution took a little longer to settle into the NFL with Shimes DVLMNOPs yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. DVOA, for, thank you. Uh, by the way, did you see the DVOA story that ranked Super Bowl teams? I think you should throw away that stat. I sure uh, did. You agree with the, with the rankings? 
I, the rankings are what the rankings are, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. can't argue okay. with that. Hell of a take. All right. Um, Patriots have one team in the top 37 Super Bowl winning right. teams ever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the 2017 Eagles are better than the 2016 <laughs> Patriots. Okay. Um, but I, the, um, I think the analytics and the refusal to utilize those, I'm sure, played a role in some of the teams deciding against Bill Belichick. Yeah. Because he's shown that his gut is no longer great. For years and years and years it was good. But, you know, he's, he's had a pretty rough four-year stretch. It's just unfathomable to me that he doesn't have a job. All so. right. All right. Thank you, Curtis. Courtney, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, we are very close to Valentine's Day. I have a non-sports lead this morning because my little cousin – is a teacher in Lowell. And she called me the other day to say, oh my gosh, I got the cutest Valentines for my students. Uh, Pens and uh, little cards, whatever. And then she corrected herself and said, oh, actually not Valentine's Day, Friendship Day. And I said, what do you mean by that? She said, oh, you don't know? The school system has gone away from Valentine's Day and they're now referring to it as Friendship Day. But what if you don't have friends? I, good point. I then went on the Google machine to say, is this just in Massachusetts? Is this just in Lowell? No, this is across the country. Schools are getting rid of Valentine's Day. Now, we've gone over this when it was Halloween and they got rid of Halloween because, you know, kids couldn't get costumes. Right. Valentine's Day to me celebrates everything, not just romantic relationships, but it also celebrates friendship. These schools were sending out letters saying, hey, no more Valentine's. But you can still make handmade cards mm-hmm. for your friends to say, thanks for being my friend. No, no candy, no food, and it's desexualizing the holiday. Mm. For kids. For kids. They don't I look am, at it in a sexual way. No, they do not. And it's finally time where we need to, parents need to say, no, it is Valentine's Day. We've been calling it Valentine's Day since the 1800s. Right. Enough is enough. Pretty good lead. It, it's crazy Pretty to good me. Lead. And I said, like, you're taking lead. The fun. Lead You're taking bu- the fun out of box, everything. Lead box of chocolates for you. Right. They, but but uh, the Halloween, we talked about it, and we were so confused by it. Now Valentine's Day, if there's teachers, I don't know if Angry Principal Dave wants to call and explain this to me, because yeah. I can't wrap my head around it's it. It's easy, Courtney. Just like Christmas, it's not the teachers, it's the soft-ass parents that's who makes the rules the parents go oh my kid didn't come home with nothing nobody gave him a valent or her valentine's day we need to get rid of this we need everybody needs to be included everybody has to make the team you're right everybody everybody gets a valentine everybody you know no everybody gets a friendship And, and so it's the parents that do it. Guess what? Your kid's not going to be liked by everybody. Right. Kid's not going to make the team. Yeah. Maybe your kid's not even going to be that smart. Right. So he can't or she can't, you know, for you to go there and complain and start bitching and moaning yeah. to ruin everybody else's days. Al- although this would have been good for Curtis at Boston College because he was friend zoned for four years yes. when he was there. I loved uh, it. Yeah, getting the little uh, things uh, from the girls is great. Uh, uh, you get yeah. someone to chat with. You get to hear about their horrible boyfriend and say, uh-huh. oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. That's yeah. ridiculous. Good yeah. lead, Courtney. Thanks. It's great crazy. Lead. Great lead. Wiggy, good morning. Good morning. So I, I'm with Shime on this one. I love the, uh, the, the, the Van Pelt hire because of this. If you look at his career, what this tells me is that they're going after a quarterback. He played quarterback in the NFL. Granted, he was a backup, but he still played the position. The majority of his coaching career has been as a quarterback's coach. He coached one year as a running back's coach. 
But for me, this tells me that their main focus is bringing in a guy that understands, or at least from our expectations from the outside looking in, is somebody who's a quarterback guy, who understands what the quarterback needs to do, probably hopefully understands the evolution of the quarterback from you know when he played to his time throughout the league. I love this. This tells me that they are going to be focused – on getting that quarterback in the draft because yeah, see that's what I was asking earlier. Does, and I this, love be, it. does this mean to you that they're going to take a quarterback? Yeah, Ab- absolutely. Yeah, because now he's hands on with a young guy, and they who, went and got a guy mm-hmm. who spent his entire career essentially after playing in the NFL coaching quarterbacks. Yep, and that's and that's what you want. So he'll be able to relate to this new player and say, hey. Here's what you need to do. I understand what you're going through as a former quarterback, and I think that's something that obviously you know will help out the the young kid that I think that they're going to draft at number three. Hopefully that is Jaden Daniels. But the fact that he went outside the tree was great. I love that. And but the fact that he went outside the tree and got a guy that had has such a connection to the position as a former player and as somebody who's been, if you look at his career mainly a quarterback's coach his whole career. I think this is a great job by Mayo. All right, Wiggy, thank you very much. Are we, Curtis, uh, we're up against it. Are we doing guest leads? Yeah, like, if like, anybody wants to do, do we have guest leads? Lead. Yeah, do we have guest oh, leads? Oh, yeah. We do? Right okay. out right. here. You can line up during the break and then right. we'll do that. So we'll take a break. Um, I will squeeze my lead in, and then we will get to guest leads. Since it's a road show or a snow show, we are at Loon Mountain for the first ever snow show. Um, and Wiggy is going to try to make his way down the mountain at nine. Make sure if you're doing nothing else, you're watching that on Twitch. This show is presented on Twitch and on YouTube by Elite Vodka. So watch at nine. We'll be right back. I hope that was a request. Was that a request? Is that John Denver? Yes, it is. Yeah, John. Was that a request? Uh, that- it was. It was a Shime request. Okay. All I right. I love this song. All right. All right. You do. I'm a big. I. I, I just love John Denver. Country Roads. My dad loved my, him, my, so I just enjoy him. Country Roads is the best sing along song it's that so there good. is. I. I. I declare that. To the me. only John Denver I like is in Dumb and Dumbers when he says that. Jock. That John Denver's full of S, man. <laughs> We are at Loon Mountain and the South Peak Resort for the first ever snow show. You guys are incredible for being here bright and early. Give yourselves a round of applause for that. Conditions look pristine, Wiggy, for your first ever time on the mountain at 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah, that snow looks nice and white and pure. Um, I think we're going to – are we going to try to throw some quick guest leads in? Uh, Ken, if you could. Uh, Raise your hand if you have a guest lead this morning. 
Um, that's what we do on the road shows, and you got a minute. Good morning. What's your name? Hi, good morning. I'm David. I'm from New Hampshire, and I'm the patrol that volunteered to help Wiggy oh. pick, pick him up. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. You don't look strong enough to pick him up. Do you have a crane? Or uh... <laughs> if, I, if I can't pick him up, like I said, I'll bring him down. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Um, so my lead is about you, actually. Oh. A good or <laughs> Being bad. the humble man that you are. Yes. So uh, I know you never mentioned the Marconi, and when you do, you certainly share credit with yes. everyone. Yes. Um, but I don't know if you uh, know that Bill Belichick paid you homage during his last week as a head coach. Uh, no, I don't. On Monday mornings at 7.30, he would normally be with you. Yeah. And he wasn't, but he held a, a media event anyway. And on Thursday when he, uh, the announcement came out, it was at 7 a.m., so you could be one of the first to broadcast it. Oh, so oh, Bill uh, Belichick oh, recognizes oh. your skills. Isn't, oh, so isn't nice. that so He's nice? Right. Bill Belichick I don't think, does. I don't think Bill even remembers uh, any of our names. <laughs> oh, but I, you think he does? Yes. You think he does? Yes. Very nice. Nicely. Thank you so much. Good job. I'll get your money uh, after the show. Yes. Uh, right over here. What's your name, sir? Uh, it's Honey Badger from Twitch. Oh, Honey Badger. Yes. All right. Out of applause for Honey Badger. Right, honey Badger. One of the Twitchers is here. It's so, not expert, but yes, good morning. No, I'm no expert. So my, my lead is for Mr. Ken Laird. Uh, Ken, these guys always talk about how great of a boss you are, but I need uh, a little bit more leadership out of you because I need you and Shime to swap. Oh. Because how many times I get asked if I'm Shime isn't flying anymore. <laughs> so if you guys could swap more often, that'd be oh, great. Okay, all right. Well, Shime's about to uh, said he wants to look like uh, the Bane character in Batman, so he said he's getting yoked. Yeah, so we're getting yoked. We, yeah, maybe that's, that, what, that's what he wants to look like. Yeah, it's to say he wants to be built like that. Wait, okay. Is today weigh-in day, Sean? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. down uh, 15 pounds. <gasps> oh, Shime. round of applause for Sean. That's great. Thank you. Well enough. Yeah. Did you spend yesterday at Barry's boot camp? <laughs> yeah, I was I was sweating it uh, hard in the sauna, Curtis. Sweat lot. Yes, sir. <laughs> way in the back. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. I'm Tony. Tony, hey, listen, I came all the way up from Massachusetts, but I'm a born and raised New Yorker. My lead is <laughs> going to be about the incomparable great Bill Belichick. Yes. Nothing against Bill. Born and raised New Yorker. I love him. Giant leader and all that. Super Bowl champion. But you got to give some of the hate that's going on for him on Bill. Bill could have had that job in Atlanta. And what did he say? No, I do it all or I don't do nothing. I understand he's the greatest of all time, but the times, Bill, they are a changing. Mm. It's a younger crowd in the NFL. They got younger coaches. If he's not going to accept that, and he should know that because he hired his boys to do the job, mm -hmm. but now that he doesn't want to accept, maybe accepting the fact that he can't control the whole thing. You might have to answer to someone else. Mm. Like these fine folks answer to you because you're awesome, Greg. No. Oh. All right. Round of applause. That's a great Hey, lead. thanks, guys. Tony should have his own radio show. I know. That's a good voice. Um, is that what happened with Bill? I mean, I there's, believe, there's that's, not, there's I believe not a, that's, that's, that's part of it. There's not a job left for him. I can't believe it. But you got a 72-year-old man wants 20-plus million. And complete control of and everything. And complete control. And, and I don't know, as an owner, that I'm going to be able to get five years out of him. Yeah. And as my team, when I look at my football team, do I go, this team can win a Super Bowl within that three-year period. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, there is a lot of ire directed at Bill Belichick, right or wrong. Um, I particularly appreciate the fact that he was able to do what he did here as a coach, whether he was 20% of the success, 40%, 60%, 50%, whatever it was. 
Um, it was an extraordinary dynasty, one that will never be equaled in sports. Uh, my lead is pretty simple. The bus that backed over Bill Belichick yesterday was the letter that the Crafts sent to season ticket holders in which uh, they did not acknowledge him whatsoever. And uh, what stood out to me was they uh, spoke about, this is a quote, uh, against many odds and with much good fortune, we experienced a level of success that helped shape a new standard in the NFL. The results of the past few seasons have not met that standard nor the expectations of our fans. After a disappointing 2023 season in which the team's record dipped to a new 30-year low, significant changes were made to redirect the trajectory of our organization. So that's your guy Mm -hmm. waving his magic wand. Bobby Copperfield is what you call him. And removing any kind of Belichick who's already out the door and fired. And I'm confused. Uh, I thought it was mutual. Uh, I thought it was a mutual parting uh, of ways. Both uh, of them wanted to end the time. That seemed like Kraft made the decision to kick Bill Belichick to the curb. That's what he wants the fans to think. That's why he wants you to renew your season tickets because he says, hey, listen, what happened here was all the other guy who we're not even going (laughs) to mention in the letter (laughs) who was here for 20 years and gave you his loyalty for 20 years. I. Go, yeah, what? the PR department of the Patriots, and I don't think this is Stacey James who does a great job, but the they are not learning at all. What did Bill? What did Belichick say whenever anybody said you guys aren't doing well? Why are you so? Why should fans be engaged? It, it, he's put it on him first. Well, well, Bill would say I need to do better, and it, we've done pretty well the last twenty five years. Yeah, he'd refer to the past. Nobody gives a damn what the Crafts have done for 30 years. Nobody cares that Robert Kraft was once a season ticket holder. It's all about why should I invest my time and my money for this team in the next season? And the only thing I wanted to see in that email was we will be spending at the top of the NFL (laughs) this offseason. Wouldn't that get you to redo your your season tickets? Yeah, yeah. If they actually said full throttle and full throttle and follow through with it? Yeah. I just don't get this desire. They don't have Belichick on the 2004 podcast series. They did this video. No, they cut him out of the whole thing. Like he's not even the Patriots cut him out him. of the. They scrubbed him from the 2004, whatever it is, the the whole entire video presentation that they're doing. It's ridiculous. And I would hate to say this to Robert, but the fan base is far more emotionally attached to Bill than they are to you. Yeah, yeah. So all right. Uh, those are today's leads. Great guest leads. You guys give yourselves a round of applause on that. We are at Loon Mountain, first ever snow show, and we will be right back with They Said It, a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are at Loon Mountain for the first ever snow show and I want to thank everybody here not only at Loon but at the South Peak Resort Mark and his team for having us up here appreciate them and I I heard this on the show earlier referred to as an annual event so if you guys want we'll do this should we do this every year here at Loon okay all right you can watch this show on Twitch go to Twitch and follow WEI and you should be watching at nine when Wiggy takes to the top of the South Peak and tries to make his way down. Straight um, to the top, homie. Without, I mean, excuse uh, me, straight to the top, dog. Dog, yeah, please, dog. Keep it to dog, <laughs> not homie. Uh, all right, Chime, let's get to they said it. It's time for... Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They... They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Said it. Wake up to Don Bambino and have me face him. Maybe I'll grill him in the eye. They said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com. I'm just going to say it. All right, time for a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Where do you want to start, Shime? Well, Gregory, we got a lot of content from yesterday. Uh, first of all, we have to start with Wiggy's former GM, Rick Spielman. Uh, it was on with Gresh and Foyer yesterday and uh-huh. actually had some words of advice for Wiggy about oh. his skiing today. Where, where, where was he your GM? Uh, when I was in Minnesota, the Vikings. Okay, the yeah. Vikings. All right, all right. Let's Did hear you it. sign Fred Smoot? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my guy, Sugar Ray Valentino. All right, let's hear it. He is going to try skiing for the first time tomorrow. Oh, my God. Tell him not to do that. Unless he can do it with a broken leg. He can still do a show with a broken leg or something. <laughs> Let's not overestimate the uh, mismatch athletic ability that he has. See, he there he love you. Oh, okay. Well, I, I've been getting a lot of it. And I see the slope. Yeah. And it keeps going. And going and going. Uh-huh. I didn't realize mountains were that big. That's <laughs> true, they are. <laughs> and people ski down them. Yeah, they go down the whole thing. Believe right. it. I did not yeah. realize. And somebody was telling me this is not even the biggest mountain out here. No, I, well, this is not the biggest peak. You mean in New Hampshire? No, or? like on like where we are right now. This is not the, even the biggest trail. This is the tougher side of right. the mountain. So a mountain has two sides. Right. This is the tougher side when it comes to slopes. No, they're saying it's not. They're no, they're. they're Am I right? Is this the harder? Is this the, are these the harder trails? North, North Peak. Peak. 
All right, North Peak is the tough. So you're okay. You're fine. You go right to the top. I don't, uh, that looks pretty tough to me. Uh, don't worry about you're it. Gonna Greg, can, I, can, can I defend Wiggy for a second? Yeah. <laughs> Gresh mocking Wiggy skiing like he's Peekaboo Street. I mean, do you think Gresh could go down the mountain? <laughs> I don't think he said he's never skied before. Okay, Gresh said so he never what are you mocking <laughs> Wiggy for? <laughs> All right, what's next, Sean? Uh, next, uh, let's hear from new L.A. Chargers head coach Jim Harbaugh. Yesterday, his press conference was uh, like an hour of pure gold. This guy is a different cat. Uh, here is what he had to say about his favorite television show, Greg, mm. Ted Lasso. Piece of advice, if I may. Watch the Ted Lasso show. Oh, yeah, there's some things I've copied from Ted Lasso. I try, I try to emulate Ted Lasso uh, in a lot of ways. That's that, that TV show, yeah, that's that's one of the best. Jason Sudeikis. There's a life lesson in every, every one of those episodes. He's All a right, big he's Ted right. Lasso guy. He like um, he like he, he, and Baker. Baker, yeah. he and Charlie Baker, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the president of the NCAA, very into Ted Lasso. I've never watched a single episode of it. Can I say something about a new TV show? Yeah. Recommendation for anybody came out this week, Griselda. It's on Netflix. True story. It is incredible. Six episodes. I'm five in. What's it about? It, she's like the first big female drug lord in Miami. Griselda Blanco. Yeah, she is a badass. Really? Like, like the coolest. I mean, it makes being a, a Coke dealer look very cool. Okay. Um, but it's, it's not. And um, it, yeah. it's very, very well done. Okay. It's yeah. Sofia Vergara. And it's yeah. called Griselda? Griselda. Okay. Yeah. All right, what's next, Sean? Uh, next, this is Colin Cowherd and Nick Wright talking about where they would rank Jason Tatum when it can't, comes to a you know two minutes left in the game, game seven situation, where they would want Jason Tatum compared to the rest uh, of the NBA. I want you to rank where Jason Tatum is, and I'm talking game seven. Pick your star. Right. All right, guys I would have ahead of him. Giannis, no doubt. It's very interesting because... Embiid throughout the in, in every situation except for the one you just said. Embiid, I don't know about him. You know what I mean? Like in a game seven spot, but so but Embiid's I mean, he's thirty five a game. Put an asterisk next to him. Jimmy Butler, yes. I'm at eight before I get to him. I'm at eight right now. Two minutes left. I take Jokic, Luca, Giannis, SGA, KD, Kawhi, LeBron, Steph, Jimmy Butler in a game seven. That is nine players over him. I don't even think those are arguments. I trust SGA two minutes left to make a shot. Tatum is at this point better than LeBron over the course of an entire season. That's right. I, Wait, so are you kidding say me? LeBron today I, 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 over uh, Tatum? Nick Wright is such a dink. But Colin is even worse. He's, SGA. I know. But, but he I hasn't even played in a playoff. Maybe, to be I, fair, Colin Coward hasn't watched an NBA game in 20 years. Right. And same with Luka. I mean, like, I mean are you sure that LeBron's even going to play in a game seven? I mean, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't make himself available last night. Yeah, but I mean, LeBron has kind of proven it throughout his career. Okay. I, I, I Listen, Tatum I, hasn't gotten to that level of like he can show that – Game seven, he puts the team on his back. He hasn't been able to, like, have those opportunities, especially in the playoffs. And he's had a couple of them, but not taken. Like, I feel like the Jimmy Butler one, all right, I'll give you that. You would? Well, if you look at, like, what Jimmy Butler's been able to do yeah. versus what Ta- we, we I mean, I guess we've the criticized head to, Tatum, right? The head-to-head head head is the problem. Is Yeah, but we've criticized know. Tatum for his playoff performances. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what you're saying. Game seven, last two minutes of the game. He hasn't proven it yet. He's shown that he could do it in the regular season, but you got to show that you could do it in the postseason. Yeah. All right. Shime, thank you. That is They Said It. Quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Coming up, we will get to Courtney 
And today's news at 7.30, we are at Loon Mountain for the first ever snow show. And Wiggy will attempt to make his way down the mountain coming up at 9. But right now, Courtney, and what is trending this hour? Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplants. The Celtics fell to the Lakers at the TD Garden last night, 114-105. to This comes despite AD and LeBron sitting on the bench. Jason Tatum led the way with 23 points. It was the C's first loss as a 15-plus point favorite in the last 30 years. And not to throw Greg under the bus at all, but they started the season 20-0 at home. They're now 2-3 since Greg's infamous undefeated at-home lead. Jalen Brown ended the night with only 8 points. He talked about his frustration after the loss. Very frustrating, you know. Tonight was a rough night. Um, we take full responsibility for it. Um, and it started with that first group. We weren't very good tonight. Um, we came out lackadaisical, and it's the NBA. You come out with that mentality, you can lose. And that's what we did. We lost. You know what I would love to just, sorry, I would just love to ask Nick Wright on that Jason Tatum topic where he was on with her, a Kansas City honk, who he would take in the final two minutes if he had to have one drive to win the game. And if he took Mahomes, it would blow up his entire argument <laughs> because Brady's just done it he, several times, including he, against Mahomes. You know he, he would, would take Mahomes. Would take, but that take, shows how yeah, fraudulent yeah. the entire yeah, opinion is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, an update on Joel Embiid and his injury. He has a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee. He will be out throughout the rest of the weekend while treatment options for the injury continue to be explored. And the Patriots have hired their offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt, got the nod. He spent the last four seasons with the Browns. That was brought to you by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Wes Welker and Christian Foyer. You can call them at 1-800-GET-HAIR. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. It is 27 degrees here at South Peak Base Camp in Lincoln, New Hampshire. And the afternoon high is 35. Wiggy, it's going to be a little breezy up there when you're going right. down. So buckle up. 32 right. degrees back home in Boston. Afternoon high 42. First ever snow show exceeding expectations so far, I think. Wildly. Because there's a bunch of incredible people who showed up here this morning. Thanks, you guys, for being here bright and early at Loon Mountain, New Hampshire, and the South Peak Resort. And Wiggy will do his best to make his way up the mountain and down the mountain at 9 or so this morning. Coming up, we'll get some expert advice from a ski instructor or two who are going to join us on the show yesterday. You got uh-huh. your rentals. Yeah. Everything, everything is ready to go. So um, I, I put those boots on. Yeah. How did they feel? They felt like comfortable, very restricted. Yeah. Though. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I felt like Frankenstein. I was like, <laughs> I thought I'd have more like give in them. Yeah. So, I mean, are you, are you okay with the drip? Like, are you happy with the way the drip, oh, the drip looks? I, I mean, that's... Never mind how you ski. The question is how you're going to look. I, 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 you know what? I'm like getting a whole new, um, like a whole new thought process toward the whole ski world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you've never done it. I've never done it. I've never been here. Did I've you never, like last night? I did like last. Like I like, like I like the ski vibe. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the ski vibe is might be cooler. Than the summer roadshow vibe. Really? Whoa. Yes. Whoa. The ski vibe. Be- Whoa. The ski bras. Yeah, it, it's the vibe is different. Like the 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 way you stay. It's just like something different about being a. Because when I like my vision of the ski uh, vibe 
is hot tub time machine. Right. And I know there's hot tubs everywhere. I just have a, I got to experience the one uh -huh. last night okay. in the room. Yeah. And <laughs> you took a tub last night? Yeah. Yeah. Wiggy takes a shower. Tub. He takes a shower at night before yeah. he goes to bed. Doesn't matter. Like, what time did you leave the after party last um, night? I'd say it was probably about 12 and some change. Right. Oh, then you go, then oh. you go home and take a shower. Then I went or home. No, a, a he took a tub. Tub, yeah. but then got in the shower because they had, in the shower, it had the, um, the, the different spray things coming out the, the wall. So, don't you like taking a good soak and a nice shower? I, I am a bath connoisseur. Ooh, I love I taking love baths, just not at 1230 when I have to wake up at three, in three hours. Yeah, he but, doesn't care. Well, I want to be clean. I can't go to bed dirty. Yeah, right, right. Wait, Wait, what's the saying that Bill Parcells used to say? Don't let your night job affect yeah. your day job. He never does. Yeah. Look at him. He's yeah. here and he's ready to go. So, so. I, I'm, I'm thinking that, like, we should do more of these uh, ski uh, snow shows next year, yeah, or this year, yeah. I, I don't, okay. I'm whenever I do, I'm, the, dig, I'm digging the snow vibe. I, so I like you're saying it. it's hitting. Yeah, I like the whole element of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. The, yeah, the Woodstock Brewery, Woodstock Inn Brewery. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable last night. Yeah. yeah, we want to thank them for hosting us. We want to thank everybody who came last night. Did a little fundraiser for the foundation, and want to thank everybody who was there last night. A ton of people there. So many. And it was awesome last night. How so. were the steak tips, uh, Wiggy? Oh, very good. They were. Yeah, That's they good. was very, very good. Peso, no, right. they they ain't hitting no. Huh? <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> hitting. Did you enjoy the steak tips, Greg? I did. I enjoyed your steak yeah, tips. Yeah. I well, I arrived late, and I wasn't able to order food. I ate Courtney's dinner. Unbelievable. Courtney's yeah. room was taken by Wiggy. Your food was taken by Greg. No, 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 no. Hey, it's equality. Uh, Men and women were in the My suitcase was in the room. I was there first. Uh -huh. That's it. So <laughs> Then Wiggy's like, you could have had it. She's like, what? She just said I couldn't. <laughs> well, no, mean? she came what? in after. What do you mean he took your room? So I got there, and I went into the first room I saw. It happened to be the primary, and uh, there were no suitcases. So I said, okay, I'll take this one. Put my suitcase there, unpacked it, was brushing my teeth in the bathroom. And then all of a sudden I hear Wiggy come in and say, Courtney, this is my room. And yeah. he has his bag. I said, okay. Well, no, I'll she had her stuff me. in there. You didn't have your no, stuff. No, no, no. I was the first one. Boss man and I were the first one in the, the, the lodge. And when I came in, I was looking at the rooms. There was another room downstairs that had a bathroom in it. There was a room upstairs. And I was like, all right. <clears throat> what I'll do initially, I was like, all right, I'll give Greg the upstairs room because it is his show. And then I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm not passing up this tub. I'm going to take the room. And then when, yeah. well, I was downstairs watching TV because the guys were Okay, but just because you saw a room, you can't take it from court. I'm first. So whoever's right. first in the house. Claims the best room? Uh, yes. Right. Yeah, well, it's like real, real world rules. Yeah, yeah. right. So it all worked out. And, you right. got, I, I, and you, didn't, I wouldn't have utilized the tub. So right. that and was you good. And you yeah. got your own bathroom. I did. I did. All right. Nice. Well, anyway, we're, we're excited that you're here. I hope you're here all day long, right up till the end of the show and afterwards at Loon Mountain. Uh, time for Socks Appeal, which is brought to you this week by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com. Also brought to you by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mika Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria which is Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. And some interesting news when it comes to the Red Sox and uh, how competitive they may or may not be this season, Curtis. Yeah, not a great day yesterday. So the Orioles traded for former, the 2021 National League Cy Young Award winner Cor Corbin Burns, who uh, was on the market because he's represented by Scott Boris, 
and he's entering the final year of his contract or team control, final year of arbitration. So at the conclusion of the 2024 season, he will be a free agent, and Scott Boris will shop his services to the rest of the, the league. And the Orioles had to part with some top prospects yep. in order to get a full season of the Cy Young Award winner. Yep. This is something the Red Sox would do relatively frequently. You could say that the biggest trade the Red Sox ever made was for Pedro Martinez, a former National League Cy Young Award winner that arrived in Boston thanks to Dan Duquette, was then extended and helped the Red Sox win a World Series. Not saying Corbin Burns is Pedro Martinez, but the American League East keeps getting tougher because the Red Sox are pearl-clutching their prospects and not spending money. I just the, don't understand it. I, I, and, I, you know, I don't want to... Uh, pile on. I feel like mm-hmm. every day I'm criticizing the Red Sox, and I, I, like I don't want I don't want to be that way. But they're not even when these discussions come up, and then there's the deal. They're not even in on any. Like nobody says, oh, the Red Sox had had interest. Nobody. They're not interested in anything other than standing pat with a team that finished in last place last year. Mm. I don't get it, Curtis. And not to mention uh, Ken Rosenthal. I think we had the audio earlier this week where Jordan Montgomery, who is Ken's whoopee, yeah. he's been, uh, his wife is a resident in one of the Boston hospitals yep. and has been working out literally within blocks of Fenway Park. At Boston College. At was Boston working College. Out. Yeah. Uh, I, I went there. <laughs> um, and uh, they have had zero interest in him a guy that everybody believes is a logical number one starter for the red sox or maybe two behind baby pedro mm-hmm. pay him 25 million a year it's just money and they're not going to do it i think i might be kind of gresh might be talking me into this one that they could be lowering their payroll to get ready to sell the team have you heard that i've and heard him say that i don't know it, it, i don't i mean i don't curtis, so there's two things curtis Greg, says absolutely not. right but I, I it could be because they're they're investing in other areas so that could be it or the second thing could be are they thinking well you know what uh alex core is on the last year of his deal we're not going to spend a lot of money we're, if we if we hit lightning in a bottle a second time like we did in 2013 with the team of nobody knows who they are to get to the World Series, fine. If not, we're cool with being in last place because we're going to blow the whole thing up next year. And I get mean, a, what did the Orioles? Manager. What did the Orioles go for? Was it one point seven billion? Billion. And they were purchased so, for I think one hundred ninety three million. And so the, I guess if you're looking at it and you see that team with that value right now, what does that make the Red Sox worth? Forbes valuation four, four billion. Four and a half is yeah. what the Forbes latest. I mean, so yeah. you, you would think maybe four to five billion dollars, but you just invested three. Well, you're a part of a group. Yep. That invested three billion dollars in the PGA. Right. You have you have the Penguins. You have Liverpool. LeBron. Um. You, you Roush Fenway. You have you have Roush Fenway Racing. You have a lot of entities that you got to pay for. Yeah. I I, I I mean I Wiggy I believe me I hope you and Gresh are right and they're mm-hmm. selling. One thing I would do if I ran the Red Sox, if it really is a blow up the year, why wouldn't you trade Alex Cora? He's a de- he's in high demand. The Red Sox traded for John Farrell when he was the Blue Jays coach, pitching yeah, coach, yeah, or manager, whatever he was. But uh, the Red Sox made a trade for a manager. It happens often. If Alex Cora is in demand, why don't you at least get something in return for him? And the reason they won't is because he's the only draw, really. You know him and Endeavors, but like it's just. I found like the more the more this off season goes on, and I think back to Winter Weekend and the you know this just indignation from Sam Kennedy and Tom Warner. 
maybe they are selling. Like it, you can't behave this way mm. in this market and not expect people to revolt. Like the Red Sox are well, not where they were, I, but, like, but people but, are disgusted by them. Well, people aren't revolting though. People still go to the ballpark. Not I mean, really. I, I, you can get tickets on game day for five and, bucks. And have you seen all the videos of people that are at the ballpark? They're all in the opposing team's colors. Right. It's it's crazy when you look at Yawkey Way or Jersey Street, sorry, um, and see that it's you know if. LA's in town. Right. The Dodgers are in town. It's all Dodgers jerseys, and, yeah. and they don't care. They're going to do Aaron Judge bobblehead night for Yankees games at Fenway. <laughs> oh, you know what they are doing this this uh, year at Fenway, though? Harry Potter night. Oh, are they? Yes, <laughs> they are. Harry, Harry Potter night. I'll Perfect be there. Perfect opportunity for you to dress See? up. Yep, they're having jerseys. See? But that's See? like that is, is minor going. league stuff. That's she, minor league I, stuff. The yes, Red Sox would have never done you're it. You're part of the problem. You're going to it. 100%. Right. Yeah. But, Greg, last year we did the show from the suite. Pickleball day, where yeah. I dominated. Um, <laughs> we were talking about how 15 years ago, or 10 years ago, the outrage in Boston that they were damaging the outfield yeah. grass, the hallowed grass at Fenway Park for effing pickleball, and there was no, wasn't a peep about it. And that yeah. was the next weekend was the Dodgers game where the whole place was Dodgers fans. It's like a different world. Well, but I think just... the, the fans are different nowadays. Yeah. The, the diehards... You know, from my era, my grandfather was a diehard Red Sox like fan. And, you know, those guys don't exist no they more. Do, they do. They do. They do. They don't, don't give me that. They it's don't. Not an, it's not an It's age. like Courtney said. It's, hey, I want to go to Fenway for Harry Potter night. I want to go there for Bobby talking? night. What are you talking about? That, you have? The you younger have, generation, they, they just no, want to take the selfie from Fenway Park in front of the Green There's Monster. a lot that Stevie P, Carabas, those guys, those guys are... What are they, 30, a, 30 years old? Like yeah, but they're there's far a lot of, in between. There's a ton of Sox fans, no. Wiggy. It doesn't matter the age. Yes, it does. No, it really it really doesn't. It, they, I, it, they, it, they, the older, the diehards complaining about it, like those days are gone. And, and I think part of the newer generation is very similar to New England. And I had this conversation a lot last night with a bunch of great people out here, is that there are some people that only know winning when it comes to the Red Sox. There are some people that only know winning when it comes to the Patriots, so they don't really know about the crappy days. So if they have a couple bad seasons, they they look at it like, oh, we've had so much success over the years, a lot of the younger generation, where, hey, no big deal. Where the diehards, they didn't have that. They know about the bad days, and I think that's changed in the culture where now it is about the experience of going to Fenway, whether it's for a Harry Potter night. Didn't they have a Bobby night last year? Yes. They did. Yeah. Right. That's what people. Ken are, was there. <laughs> that's what the younger baseball fans. That's yeah. how you're getting them into baseball stadiums because the game is slow and it's boring. You have to entertain the younger people, yeah. like shows and all types of crazy stuff. All right. Well, uh, we will get to talk to Sam Kennedy and Alex Cora and uh, everybody else on this uh, baseball team in a couple weeks when we head to Fort Myers and JetBlue Park for a spring training road show. So I saw you last night at the bar with the Athlon Guide already getting ready for yeah. the season. Oh, yeah, I was working last night on oh. all that, all the baseball <laughs> stuff. All right, uh, we're at Loon Mountain and the first ever snow show, and time for this. 
It's time for... And he lost to some dope from Boston. I couldn't believe it. The News. I'm sure Greg Hill does a mediocre job. With your host, Courtney Cox. I am going to ride the Bailey Zappi train, and I'm going to ride it hard. The News is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health. The experts in men's sexual health with four locations, including their newest in Woburn, with appointments as early as 7 a.m. Visit NortheastMensHealth.com for more. Actually, meh, 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 meh. On WEEI. Well, school in Newton is canceled yet again today, the 11th day of the teacher strike. The school committee voted last night to cancel four days of February vacation to make up for the missed days that have already happened. The union's fines are quickly approaching $600,000 for the strike. Here's Newton Teachers Association President Mike Ziles on BZ. I think it's unfair to both the students and the educators coming off of this long and difficult strike to then ask them to change their schedules once again. So I would ask them to reconsider is what I would say. If I was a parent and I already planned something for February school vacation week, I'm not changing. I'm not changing flights. I'm not losing money because of this. (laughs) Like, absolutely not. Well, it's also interesting that the whole purpose of a lot of the frustration, I understand, from parents is that their schedules have been interrupted by the strike. Yeah. So then why then would those parents want to interrupt plans in Newton? Believe me, they're going to like Seychelles and St. Bart's and everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. So why would they cancel those trips? It's just for me, I, and I, I understand this very well, it's personal. And from what I understand, it's all about these like time off. Like money has been relatively figured out. It's just gotten into this uh, peeing match between both sides. And Governor Healy should maybe stop worrying about letting in, you know, a million people every day to stay in, you know, random parts of Logan Airport and the Roxbury Community Center and get to Newton with, get the mayor in the room. Oh, okay. Get, why don't you get the, why don't you fix this, Curtis? I'm going to go, more in a Healy, why I know her get, per, press yeah, you person. Know, yeah, you, why don't well, you get the governor involved? She I will. Fix and, it. and, you know, I mean, I, I got, I got Tom Brady a Super Bowl win. Yeah. And, and I got us to, to Loon Mountain. I, book, I basically organized this entire trip. Right, exactly. <laughs> not really. But uh, anyway, uh, it's a disaster and kids need to get back to school and February vacation is not going to be, um, canceled i don't believe also is your wife now that she's home is she shocked by how little you do during the day yes that's, yeah that's why i'm staying here for the whole weekend <laughs> yes, okay. and thank you in advance for booking our uh our our, our car for uh fort myers oh for my spring God. training i already got the fort myers car and yep. it is a luxury vehicle oh, right. you wanna, did you want to you want to talk about the uh text message that ken sent oh my god yeah. okay so, assuming that she's dumb so what was this text ken message? was booking a trip <laughs> all right and it was a great trip, lovely time, and he's got all our flights on JetBlue, and he's, honestly, it's, he's doing a great job. Yes. The night that he was booking the trip, he was checking in with Courtney regarding the seat selection he had picked. Yeah. 6 p.m., please, was what Courtney wrote, Ken, and he said, how do you feel about sitting in an exit row? Courtney says, perfect, exclamation point. Really? Question mark? Okay. Follow-up text from Ken. They'll ask you if you're okay assisting passengers in the case of an emergency, etc. By the way, etc. What else would they ask? Oh, you There's... don't have to. I mean, I assume you've flown before. I have, yeah. Or maybe even sat in an exit row. I love an exit row. Yep. He doesn't have to ask you if you're okay with assisting passengers. I think you... I. That's assuming that you're dumb. Right. (laughs) Courtney replies, yes, I know. All good. Okay, thanks for Ken. And so Ken last night. Oh, there's Ken. Hold on. What? You have an an explanation for that? 
Well, most people don't want to sit in an exit row. That's why there were only exit row seats left. So I uh, wanted okay, to make but... sure she had experienced it before. I don't want to assume anything because oh, if she good. has never sat there mm-hmm. and she's in there and they're bothering her the whole flight, I would have heard about this after the flight and it would have been a topic on the show the next morning. Uh, uh, okay. Mm. Do you think she's like never flown on a plane? Like everybody has. She's, she's a young flown- girl. I'm not going to assume that she's Thank flown you. in the Thank exit row. Thank you for row. saying that. No. And honestly, Ken, it, it is never right to assume. And... Um, I want you to know that they only ask you in the beginning of the flight. They don't bother you the entire time. And I don't know if you listen to the show, but I am an empath, so I like to help others. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Be Noted going forward. Yep. They also... Uh, I mean, I don't know that I would want her, should something bad happen, to be operating the exit door or anything like that. Right. That's heavy. That. You can't recline. That. It's oh, wiggy. Oh, you cannot recline thing, in the exit row. He dug himself a deeper hole yesterday while trying to explain himself. He said they ask you... Well, I wanted to make sure because they ask you if you can pick up 60 pounds. Oh, dear. Well, who wants to be bothered with that? That's I why said, I said Got 60 pounds. <laughs> yeah, so and then, then Wiki was outraged that he didn't get an exit yeah, row. Yeah, I'll seat. take an exit row. They yes. way more leg room. <laughs> uh, all right, what's next? Uh, this next video is crazy. I believe Mitch is going to be able to do this. Um, a three-year-old on Twitch. On on Twitch. Yeah, yes, sorry, okay. sorry. Uh, three-year-old Ethan in Australia got stuck in a claw machine after he crawled up through the toy dispenser opening. Mm. This is nuts. I don't know where his parents were when he started the crawl up, but he all of a sudden ended up where all the toys are. Uh, they had to put him in a corner, tell him to go into a corner and cover his eyes as they broke the glass wall of the claw machine. He was not hurt, thank God. Uh, we have the audio of it all happening. Ethan, go to that back corner. Over to that corner over there. Now, Ethan, cover your eyes. Hide. There you go. Yeah. You want a prize? Which one do you want? Uh, <laughs> has anybody ever won that game? No. In the, in the history of games? Yes, no. multiple times. Oh, oh okay. really? Okay. Yep. Yeah. What? Shime, how old were you? Like, well, how I did it literally just last year. Oh, wow. Uh, what, what adult plays that game? It's for kids. I do, Greg. Who doesn't love a good not, stuffed animal? You're not supposed to go in there and, and, and cheat on the game to get a stuffed animal I don't that's supposed cheat. to go to a kid. I'm just good at a claw game. What do you want from well, me? we got to get Shime to Drake's next birthday party because Drake last year for his birthday had a Chanel uh, claw machine. Yeah, where, oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, okay. I, 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 I think, it's, I think it's for kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We've got to take a break. We will get to the rest of the news coming up, including... Today's inductee into the Pervert Teacher Association. Yes. Uh, and she thought the <laughs> fact that she was retiring meant that she was free to bound. Yeah. And, uh, and that's apparently not true. So we'll get to that coming up next from Loon Mountain South Peak Resort, the first ever snow show here at, here at WEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, countdown is on. Wiggy will make his way up Loon Mountain in about an hour and then do his best on Twitch and on YouTube and on this radio station to ski down and to avoid serious injury. Yeah, I got to start loosening it up. Yeah, you got to get ready. Definitely got to start loosening. You got you got the rentals. Uh, that went smooth. That went smooth. What size? What size skis did they give you? Uh, short ones. Okay. I don't know what size they are, but okay. they're short. All right. So you got the boots. I got the boots. You got the helmet. I got the brain bucket. I got yeah. the goggles, and I okay. And I got the gloves. All right. Well, we're gonna get ready to go shortly. But oh, right, and I got uh, the poles. Um, Want to thank everybody, uh, every single person who's here this morning. You guys, what thanks. An awesome crowd. Thanks for being here. Awesome crowd, Curtis. We talked about it. Would they? Would they? Would they show up for the snow show the same way they show up for the road show? And they showed up for the snow show. So, and you know what's crazy is people are really like nice, normal, and it's it's a it's it's such a unique profession where you talk to people every day in the most personal way without ever seeing them. Right. And then you arrive, and it was just it's amazing how much support and generosity to the foundation. But yeah. How many people I met yesterday and, and the things people take away from the shows. The, the yeah. Wiggy Psy attack was a big talk of, topic of conversation last <laughs> yeah. night. But uh, uh, it, as, it is. As was your perfect derriere. Yeah, oh, I mean. Yeah. Many seeing that for the first time in yeah. person this yeah. weekend. I, I, I've had a lot of people asking to me to pull up my shirt. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, don't stare. But All right. uh, yeah, big night. Uh, back to Courtney and the rest of today's news. And we have a new inductee into the Pervert Teachers Association. Jesus, haven't they taught you these things in school? What things? The Greg Hill Morning Show presents... We were meant to be, I know it. How else could sex be that incredible? Pervert Teachers Association. That is appalling. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. And wait till you see the mugshot of this one. A retired middle school worker in Michigan, 79-year-old Sue Ann Ash, has been arrested. She turned herself in after a warrant was issued for her arrest. She allegedly sent inappropriate messages to a minor <laughs> via text and Snapchat. That woman. Mm. That she woman. She looks like a nana. Uh, she, she, I, like, she's yeah, a, she's and not a, the one that bakes you cookies. No. She, uh, it, so she retired from the school. Yep. And then thought it was okay to start snap snapping the, like she's on a snap streak with, yes. the, with, the, with the kids? Yes. What's wrong with people? And so the authorities got into her house, found numerous electronic devices, Ooh. which had incriminating um, images. She's and 79 years old. 79 years old, yeah. I mean, well, her president's 82. I mean, what the hell? And not well, sending about, her, uh, his boobs out. Uh, well, you, you never know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But she knows how to use Snapchat. That's impressive at that age. <laughs> that is yeah. impressive. But here's the thing I don't understand. How many people need to be caught this way before people stop using Snapchat to, to try and get lucky with their students. Oh, they'll yeah. never stop. Well, it was interesting. I was I was re- doing more reading about the Zuckerberg story that we talked about yesterday, mm-hmm. and apparently uh, one of the families that was in attendance, their son had bought um, p- some type of pill via Snapchat, and uh, 
did the payment and everything via Snapchat, and then the the pill unfortunately had fentanyl in it, and mm. he overdosed and died. Oh my that God. family was in attendance, so it really was a gamut when it came to families that dealt with really terrible, tragic situations. Wait, they can, you with can social buy media. you could buy a pill on Snapchat. Well, get, they, or, or he that's found a drug dealer. That's on how they Snapchat. did that. That's, yes, how, they that's did how they did. Yeah. Okay, Wiggy, but, I'm sorry. Again, it's different. Much more difficult today than it was when you were a kid. Like you weren't able to get a pill laced with yes, fentanyl he was. on your yes, head. He was. Find a dealer. Just go outside. They were all over the place. Okay. You got Curtis. When I was growing up, and a lot of people that were growing up in the time of no social media. It was way more difficult. It was way easier because there was no adult. Milbury said he went out and played on the tracks for eight hours a day. So you leave your house and there's no supervision. Like you don't know where your kids are. You can't call them. You can't FaceTime them. You can't use uh, find my iPhone. We'd go out from nine in the morning till 11 o'clock at night and talk to our parents once because we had to find the closest cell phone. But now at 11, so easy. But now 11 o'clock at night when your kid is home, right. now you have to worry about what they're doing but in their you, bedroom you and what they're to, allowing into as them. As a parent, do you see this thing right here? Yeah. You take this from your kid and you go through it and you look <clears> at what your kid's doing and you put things on that don't allow the kid. You don't put credit cards in there. You don't give them that access. You take it and you look at it. Yeah. You could easily do that. Yeah. All right. Well, somebody needs to take this 79-year-old woman's phone away. Yes. Yes, they My do. My God. Uh, now, Jason and Catherine Zola does, I believe that's how you pronounce it, a couple who's the regional directors of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission's L.A. office. They're from Los Angeles, yep. but they were in South Africa in October. They were using Google Maps to get from their Airbnb to the Cape Town airport. They claim that the Google Maps brought them down the most dangerous part of South Africa. Uh, they call it Hell Hell Ride. It's a part of the highway. Okay. And uh, while they ended up in that area, they were surrounded by folks with guns. So let me guess. They're suing Google Maps. They are suing Google Maps. <laughs> okay. Oh I mean, uh, like, uh, is, it, is it Google's fault? Well, I, I, I do think if this is a well-known area where if you drive through it, there's going to be people with guns. They took them out, took all their cash, credit cards, cell phones, beat the okay, living they hell out of they them. Just, they should put like a gun icon <laughs> right. on, the, on, the, on Google Maps. No, but I think that there's a way like to... Like if you're driving like how through... They, how it, they do fastest, no toll, yeah, safest. Yeah, it's like you're driving through and there's a giant gun that pops up. <laughs> Go the safest route. It's okay. like have your passengers duck when you're driving through. So they, it's not that's not Google Maps' fault. Yeah, well, they're, they're suing them. Yeah. And, uh, well, what, what are they suing them for, though? Money. I know, I know, but like, what's what is the lawsuit state? They're you saying that they're not, the, they're not protecting their users... But if you use Google Maps and I go to, like, Compton, do I sue them if I get robbed? I guess this yes. has been... That's what they're saying. <laughs> like, that's but, so absurd. But I guess in South Africa, this is a massive issue where Google Maps, that's the easiest way to get to the Cape Town airport. So they are bringing it through a bunch of people that aren't familiar with the area and that uh, the embassy is trying to have a meeting themselves with Google Maps. But yeah. wherever okay. they re- redirect these people to <laughs> on Google Maps, the people that are robbing you will go to that other that's place. That's where they're going to go. That's probably why they're there. <laughs> right. They're, they're sending all the that dumb Right. There, right. yeah, that's why they go. There. Anyway, yeah. that's a good point. All right, Courtney, thank you. You're welcome. Round of applause for Courtney on the news. Thank Great so job. Much. All right, we're about an hour away, less than an hour away from Wiggy taking to the slopes. It's our first ever snow show here at Loon Mountain, and we want to thank everybody at the South Peak Resort for hosting us. If you want to learn more about how you can live here, get a get a uh, a condo that you can ski in and ski out of right right here at Loon. Then just go to southpeakresort.com. We'll be right back.
getting ready to shred the gnar. Right after he's done shredding the cheese for his Nacho Supreme, it's Greg Hill, live from the Snow Show on WEEI. Well, he's been in different types of offenses. That's the thing. You know, and if you want to go back, you look, of course, he was in Buffalo all those years ago um, as a younger coach. And then he was in Green Bay for a bunch of years under Mike McCarthy. And when he went to Cleveland, it was now you're going to be ingratiated into the Kubiak-Shanahan style of offense. That's what Kevin Stefanski is running there. And so, like, he brings a blend of a lot of different things. And, look, I know a lot of people were looking, this and say, looking at this and saying, get me Zach Robinson off of Sean McVay's staff. Get me Clint Kubiak off of Kyle Shanahan's staff. This guy brings the same offense with him. He has experience in the offense. He's been a coordinator in the offense, which neither Zach Robinson or, um, or Clint Kubiak have been. And the other part of it, you're probably not going to lose him after a year or two. Like, I don't think people are going to be knocking down Alex Van Pelt's door to become a head coach. So there's a better chance that this guy could be here for four, five, six years than if you hired one of the younger guys. That is Burt Breer, and the Patriots have, and Gerard Mayo has found himself a new offensive coordinator in the form of Alex Van Pelt, who... Uh, was a quarterback in this league in the 1930s, uh, Curtis? Yeah, that, you should uh, do Bill's radio. Uh, uh, I have to say, that does not make me feel very good. It oh, doesn't? Let's get people with limited ambition so we don't have to rehire someone else when they leave. That actually made uh, me feel better. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all on Gerard Mayo's side. I, I think that he is going to do great things and, you know, bring in a, a new energy into the Patriots. But to, to, it's a good point that if nobody's going to be knocking down Scott Van Pelt's door to become a head coach. And Alex. Are, Alex, Alex, sorry, Alex. Scott. Alex. <laughs> uh, 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 well, he and, might get hired. He does no, well at SportsCenter. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, sorry, Alex. Uh, but if nobody's going to be doing that, and our hope is that we get a new quarterback in here, don't we want that consistency? Don't we want an offensive don't, coordinator it, that's going to be with a, head, with, with a head coach and a, and a quarterback for a, a decent amount of time? Don't you want someone minding the store who has some previous experience minding the store. I don't want somebody You're, using this as a stepping why, stone. You, uh, why you have a head coach who ha- has no, r- virtually no experience, none as a head coach. Uh, now you have an offensive coordinator who is, he's, one game he called plays. I don't understand it. I, I guess maybe Nick Cayley didn't want the job. I, I mean, yesterday, it's so odd Reporting yesterday was that he was the front runner for the job, and then Alex Van Pelt comes in, does his interview, and they hire him on the spot. He must have blew them away. I, I, you think, Wiggy? Yeah, I think so. But I don't like. I'm not gonna buy into like who he was because nobody knew Bobby Slowick before he started. Uh, calling. Shime, Shime did. Well, I mean, other than Shime, who's like a nerd, and, yeah, I'm yeah, the weeds, DVOA right? guy. Nobody knew Ben Johnson, like. And even with even with Alex Van Pelt, if he comes here and he turns the quarterback and this offense into something that really looks good, he's going to be, just like you see every single year, the next hot candidate. That's what he's going to be. I mean, that's how it is every single year. If a guy has success and he does something with an offense 
and then he turns around this off. He's going to be the next hot candidate. The, Greg, I told you, the league is not like it used to be when I played, where they recycled all these guys. Charlie Weiss, who went an offense coordinator here, offense coordinator there. It's all about younger guys, guys that might have never um, been play calls before, but maybe they helped put the game plan together. What and, about a guy like Frank Reich? Why was he never brought up? He was the Eagles offensive coordinator mm-hmm. in Super Bowl 52. He's obviously failed as a head coach. Right, but I think they're going away from that, like the older, recycled offensive Well, Alex Van Pelt's been everywhere. No, 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 but I'm saying saying guys that we've seen before. And when I say recycled, Curtis, I mean like uh, um, an actual play call. So if he comes out and he doesn't perform well, then I don't think you see him get another opportunity. But... I, I, Boomer would have been thrilled with Frank Reich. He loves Frank Reich. <laughs> yeah. But he's basically like a glorified quarterbacks coach. Yeah, but that, isn't that what you need with a young quarterback? Right. Like, you need a guy I, who can call plays, which he, he can. Has he done it much? No, but, like, he did it in a playoff game. The guy can do it. And then on top of that, he's working with a young quarterback. That's the most important thing. Who was the audio that we heard speaking when we came back? Who was that talking? Burp I don't even know. I never even heard of Kubiak and the other guy. So I guess, like, when you look uh, at Kubiak it. Kubiak was great. Yeah, but I don't, like, see, I don't, I'm just looking Carter at. I would have liked it as I'm looking, KK. You know what I look at it? It's not Josh McDaniels, not Billy O'Brien. Yeah. Whether it was Nick Kelly, whether it's Alex Van Pelt, whether it's the Clint Kubiak. You just, you're expect, you just wanted to clean house. Yes. And you're expecting that the result simply by cleaning house is going to be better than it was with Bill. Yeah, new guys, okay. new opportunities. Right, you know I'm, what, Greg? I, I I'm getting it... more and more into your side of this. You're, you're not cleaning house if you're make if you're maintaining the same roster development guys in Elliot Wolf and Matt Groh. Like they're still in charge of the team. We know Bill had final say, obviously, but the scout was Matt Groh. It seems Elliot like Wolf. it seems like Elliot Wolf is the GM. Right. Like, why don't you Why don't you name him the GM? Why don't because you? Because that costs money. Okay, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Ron Wolf's kid is your GM, and you just got rid of Bill because he was having his kids around. Like, I don't yeah, know. It's yeah. interesting. I hope it works. I don't hate yeah. it, but All right. it doesn't look like they're spending a ton well, of money. Well, you finally, it, it looks like you, you have at least an offensive coordinator. You got a defensive coordinator. You yep. got a special teams coach. You're, yep. you're ready to go. So um, more on that all day long here on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. We are at Loon Mountain, South Peak Resort. Our first ever snow show, and the first time ever that Jermaine Wiggins, Super Bowl champion, will try to uh, ski his way down the mountain. I want to welcome Chet here. Can we have a round of applause for Chet? Woohoo! Chet, good morning. Good morning. You're going to be Wiggy's personal instructor today, correct? Yep, correct. Do you work with kids nor- yep. normally? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, How do you deal with people that aren't great listeners? Just show them. Okay. Just, just okay. follow me. Let's go. All right. Um, <laughs> so key things for Wiggy to like. Just he's never he's never been on skis. Never never once. Mm-hmm. Key things for him to focus on today, so that he so that he survives. Yeah. Go slow. He wearing his helmet. He wearing his. Wearing I got wear my helmet. I'm wearing my brain bucket. Okay. I have already scoped out where I'm going to uh, Black is this, Diamond. Is this yep. is this the easier part of the mountain out here? One of them. I mean, okay. we're gonna we're gonna be on a really easy, uh, gentle slope just so we can get uh, our sliding and gliding down. Okay. And then who knows? Maybe we can hit up like a double Black Diamond later or something. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good. Yeah. Just Wait. out of curiosity, nothing to do with today. What's the worst injury you've oh, seen? Oh gosh, <laughs> that's bad. That's bad energy to put out. I'm not sure. I can talk about that on there. Okay. <laughs> and Wiggy does know how to skate, so well, that should help him, correct? That's a big help. Yeah, okay. ice skaters pick it up really quick. All right. Okay. 
And should he be focusing on the pizza or the French fries? Oh, we're going to start with the pizza. Okay. All, all right. right. Focus on right. The pizza right. First. I love pizza. Okay. I prefer <laughs> pizza right. over fries, though, any day of the week. So what, perfect. What trail, what trail are you guys going to learn on? Uh, we're going to start on the bottom of Cruiser. Okay. That's right here where the, the, the signs are, the black ones, right? Those yeah. Are, yes, yeah. perfect. I scoped it out. I was touching the snow. Snow feels good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's wicked good. Not frozen, right? Is no. it wicked good? Nice. It's wicked good. It's wicked good. That's what I'm talking uh, what, about. I mean, what, are, what are the conditions like today? Like, uh, like? Currently, it's real nice and soft. Um, the, they just, the groomers just came over again, so everything's going to be a little turned up and uh, nice and nice and soft. There you go. Okay. I like it soft. Um, <laughs> and, it, like, he got rentals. Should he – I mean, uh, do we know that the ski length – like, what uh, – somebody who's starting – their skis should be shorter, right? Yes. Yeah, because they're easier to maneuver when they're shorter. And our okay. rental guys are really good at making sure that the, they pair up the right skis and equipment with the guests. Okay. Um, he was suggesting yesterday on the show that he's going to fall backward. Mm-hmm. Is that the way that one wants to fall? I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to assume that he's going to fall, but I don't want my guy to get hurt. I think you get prepared because your feet start sliding and then you're just, uh, but because former football player, we're going to be nice and forward, so we're going to try to prevent that. Okay. okay. Prevent falling. Yeah. Prevent falling. Be, well, we, be, we may fall, but we may, we're going to prevent falling backwards. Okay. All What's right. the saying? Don't. I want to go opposite of the saying. Don't get ahead of your skis, but I want to be ahead of my skis. Uh, Isn't that like a saying? Skis. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's Isn't a, that the saying. Yeah, but he's saying I got to be ahead of my that's skis. That's an analogy. Right? Yes. Yes. So over the yes. skis. And nose over right. our toes. Nose over our toes. All right. Okay. All, right. All right. Nose. Yeah, nose over your toes. I'm excited about it. I got, do I, I mean, stretch? he hasn't, honestly yeah. hasn't seen his toes for like 20 years. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, me, 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 me neither. Um, all right. So, Chet, mm. you're – we're – very important guy to our radio station and this show. Mm-hmm. And this region. We're, and this region. We are putting his entire safety in your hands in, in, in about 45 minutes. It's no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> uh, you're ready. How long have you been a ski instructor? 20 years. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Uh, that's All right. good. It's yep. a long time. I, I feel good about I feel. Shime's been in radio yes. for seven. I feel good about Chet. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's I feel a, good about Chet being your guy. Unlike. Um, Alex Van Pelt. Yeah. Seems like he's been around. He's, he's been calling the plays here at Loon for a long, long time. time. <laughs> long time. I like his confidence. Right. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. What do you ski on? What, what 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 kind of skis? I'm currently on heads. Okay. All right. Sam. Sam, bro. Sam. Right. Are you a uh, moguls Sam. guy or like, do you like to do jumps? No, I'm a, a go fast guy. Nice. Uh, yes. Oh, could we get Wiggy on some kind of a jump or something? <laughs> nope. <Ooh. laughs> no. Not on this side of the mountain. Huh? <laughs> we're, we're still working on putting jumps from here. but Okay. <laughs> Testing gravity. I already like him. See, he knows exactly where I need to be. That's, that's a good instruction. How are you going to get him up there? Because he's afraid of lifts and gondolas. He's afraid of heights. We're going to just walk a little bit. Yes. Walk? Shuffle, slide. That's yeah. it. We, we, can walk. Walk. we can walk. I'm not getting on that um, aluminum. Uh, porch chair out there going up <laughs> 700 feet. That's not. And people are like, oh, it's not that high. I'm like, but you, you played in the NFL. You had 300 pound people coming at your head. You're yeah, afraid, but I never you're was. afraid of getting on, on a lift? You see how high that thing is? I was just out there scoping the height of that mountaintop right there. You know, what's it like, 900 feet? No. <laughs> I think it's 900. <laughs> what, the mountain? Well, I mean, well wherever the top is, from wherever I can yeah, see. Yeah, you know, that has nothing to do with Yes, the, it does, because when I get stays, up there. The chair stays the same no. level over the, the, over the snow, wherever it is. So it doesn't matter if it's top yeah, of the mountain. The, or, what is it, what's the lift? 20 feet in the air or something like that? Uh, a little higher than that. 40, yes, exactly. 40, <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with Wiggy. Um, all right. Uh, Chet, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, Chet. round of applause for Chet and everybody here at Loon Mountain.
Um, Wiggy will make his way in about about uh, half an hour or so. You guys are going to make your way up the mountain, and all of that will be on Twitch. So uh, if ever there were a morning to watch this show on Twitch or on YouTube, this would be it as Wiggy tries for the first time ever to make his way down Loon Mountain or any mountain. So, um, And this show on Twitch is presented by Elite Vodka. Please enjoy Elite Vodka responsibly. Here is Courtney with what is trending right this moment. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Subaru of New England. The Celtics fell to the Lakers at the TD Garden last night, 114-105. to 105. This comes despite AD and LeBron sitting on the bench. Jason Tatum led the way with 23 points. Is everything okay? Huh? Is everything okay? <laughs> what do you mean is everything I don't know. okay? It seems like you're miming next to me and I got nervous. Were you talking to me? No, I'm talking to Brees. Oh, good morning, Brees. I'm sorry about... I, I, it doesn't matter what age your kids are. You're always a parent. Uh, Brees responsibly left his vehicle on the street last night, and it has been towed. Uh, oh, that's it. By the Lincoln Police Department. Uh, nice welcome. Nice welcome here to New Hampshire. So I am therefore communicating via uh, hand signals with Reese Hill oh, okay. telling him I will be happy to help him a little bit later on. That's oh. what parents do. I'm sure there's a listener here that could, you know, help Reese out. I, I, I'm sure somebody will help him, but I was just communicating yeah. with my son. I don't know why that was a distraction. No, I, I, there was, it was, I've never seen you so animated. Oh, okay. Um, right. Anyway, um, where was I? I don't know. And I don't know. update on the Joel Embiid injury. He has a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee. Uh, Embiid will be out throughout the weekend while treatment options for the injury continue to be explored. <laughs> Explored. The Patriots have hired their offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt, got the nod. He spent the past four seasons with the Browns. You guys are a bunch of jerks. Uh, the Subaru of New England, Washington's birthday sales event lasts all month long. Feel, all month long. Feel the freedom of a 2024 Subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive. Subaru of New England.com. All right. Thank you, Courtney. We are at Loon Mountain with a whole bunch of incredible... WEI listeners who showed up for the first ever snow show, and we will be right back. Loon Mountain South Peak Resort and the lodge here at on the South Peak at Loon Mountain for the first ever snow show. Hey, uh, yeah, the, the thing I I'm I am stunned, and this is why I say I what think. Are you, what are you stunned about? Stunned that the Patriots hired an offensive coordinator with no experience. No, 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 no. Okay, what? what I mean, with, we're with, we're ski. I'm not talking sports. We're oh, skiing. Okay. We're okay. skiing. Right. We're skiing the sport. Right. Yeah, no sports. All right. So here's what I'm stunned is like how many people showed up here oh. versus like our summer give road shows. Yeah. Give yourselves around. It's awesome. Us. I, hey, yeah. I'm on the ski. Yeah. The it's ski true. vibe. Yeah. Moving forward. You're on the ski vibe. Because I think, pray guy. I think um, <laughs> other than Hampton Beach. This might be the biggest crowd. Ooh, bigger than Beachcomber? Yeah, it's pretty big, man. Wow. No, I you don't, don't think know. so? It's a big crowd. It's, it's bigger big, than I expected, yeah. to be honest. I'm shocked that anybody ever comes anywhere, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> and remember, rem- <laughs> this is the first, no pun intended, run at Loon Mountain. So hey. think of, oh, 
Think about what uh, how you like that's like dice clay. So think about what next year is going to look like. We're making an annual. Yeah. 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 Okay. And your confidence is getting higher and higher as the well, morning's going on. Ricky's getting I, higher and higher I was ner- I'm not going to lie. I was nervous that you were going to back out of this. No, 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 no. And my man, now, my man Chet made me feel good. Well, my man were, Chet made me were, feel real good. Right. Well, you were. You're not a ski guy. No, 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 no. So you were you were negative about skiing. Yeah, I had no now, idea what it like kind of was. You kind of understand the lifestyle. Like last night, you had a great time yep. at the Woodstock Inn. Thanks to the Woodstock Inn people for hosting us last night. And you had fun at the Apre Woodstock Inn uh, after party right. at Mark's house. Yep. That house. Uh, beautiful, beautiful house. Oh, my God. I love it. Best place we're staying, hands down. You like the chalet that we are staying oh, hands in? Hands down. The jacuzzi. It's, it's, it's a minute away, 30 seconds yes. away from here. So you're getting into the ski lifestyle. Right. Now all you need to know is the lingo so you can talk like a like Shredding. A, like I was a talking ski, to like one young kid. Route. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shred the I'm gonna shred the mountain. I mean, I think Shime, um, while he was off yesterday, was doing a little bit of work and uh, has, if you want, we can quiz you on some of the ski phraseology. Okay. I like see, that. And see how much you I've, know. I've been picking up a little bit as I kind of, you know, been out here learning the, the ski lingo. We'll see who knows more, you or Curtis. Ooh. Oh, um, God. All right. Um, or you were, maybe you were a listener. Yeah, why don't we Wait, do that? Uh, well, I feel like that's a Chris, you got, do you have a mic? Do you have the, <laughs> do you have the guest mic? Chad has the guest mic? Why oh. does Chad have the guest mic? I know, but we're not skiing now. Yeah, but we could, we could put somebody on the headset. <laughs> no, I, I, Chet got the mic. See that? I, I like Chet already. Yeah. Chet said, "Give me that mic." Yeah, Chet's ready. <laughs> uh, yeah, where's Chet? Why don't you find Chet? We're looking for Chet. This was better in rehearsals. Yeah, Gosh. we didn't rehearse. I mean, Shime and I just, you know, kind of we uh, we freelance this baby. I all like right. it. Uh, all right. Well, we um, we can't find Chet. Uh, well, we can do you versus Curtis. All, all right. right, that Always is fine. Yep. Yeah. Um, What's the first one, Chime? All right, Greg, here's the first one for you. <clears throat> hey, Wiggy, go grab your noodle and let's go hit the corduroy, bruh. Mm. Grab your noodle. Okay. And Not what you're thinking. And let's hit the corduroy. <laughs> I would say that's uh, go, grab my, uh, my poles and my ski <laughs> and let's um, get ready to come down the mountain. Um, uh, I'm going to say Hat. Noodle is hat. I have no idea. What is wrong with you? you oh, it could be a helmet. Could, Maybe you you're get, right. What? Well, it's not plural, oh. so it's not poles. Oh, grab your noodle. Uh, helmet. Would yeah, be, you might be right, Curtis. Uh, it is. Grab your helmet. Is, yeah, Corduroy, though. Well, see, there's the mic, so somebody knows that. Somebody hey. want to help Wiggy out? What's uh, what is what is your name, sir? Mike. Mike. You know Mike. the you know the answer on that one. I don't know. Oh. I'd say helmet for noodle. I'd helmet. say helmet. How? What's the corduroy Shine? though? What's the corduroy part? Shime, what is it? So oh, no- oh, it's your helmet and pants. No, so noodle <laughs> is parlance for your snowboard or your skis. Oh, uh, I was whereas, right. Okay. Whereas okay. the corduroy is freshly groomed mountain Yeah, trips. they were saying. Ah, yeah. uh, uh, you knew it in the, the front. Okay. I was yeah. right then. See, I was right. I said your skis and let's hit the mountain. Okay, okay, brah. All right. Um, All right, bro. Give me, give me another one. All right. <clears throat> What a booter for Curtis. Mans is really out here stomping these jibs and sending it like he's Narnar Binks today, bruh. What? <laughs> I would have a easier uh, time with Swahili. The first thing you said was like a fall, I bet. Uh, no, well, booter does you, not mean you, fall. 
Can, oh. Like, uh, what, what's the show? Can you repeat that again? Yeah. Okay, I'll do it slower. <laughs> slow with, slow it down, yes. What a booter for Curtis. Man's, booter. Is, man's is really out here stomping those jibs and sending it like he's Narnar Binks. All right, okay. so Narnar Binks is a former skier that was really good. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a play on Jar Jar Binks, but they're saying Nar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Nar, I'm guessing, is gnarly. Jar Jar Binks is a former skier, right? No, oh, Jar Jar Binks is Star Wars. What? Star Wars. Oh, it's from Star Wars. Every man in America knows. Oh, that. that's not the. Every person on Chime, <laughs> every person on Reddit knows that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, so that uh, Jaja's not a, an actual. Who no, is the ski? It's you probably Nar. It's Peekaboo Street. Oh, okay. Not exactly Jar Jar Binks, but close. <laughs> What's so, that one, Chime? I have no idea. Uh, so a booter is a jump, or like going off of a jump, uh, okay. and then stomping those jibs would mean. So a jib is something like you grind on, and to stomp a trick means you nailed it perfectly. Oh, uh, okay. Right. But what's Jaja Binks? You could have given me all day. I would have not gotten anything close to that. <laughs> and there are actually people here who talk like that who are skiing? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, one more. One all right, more. one more for you. Let's get this one. Um, Gre- hey, dude, Greg just got face-shotted. Get pitted, old man. <laughs> face-shotted. That means he fell on his face. Get off the mountain, you old This is a family pizza. show. It's a- <laughs> Um, pitted, probably. I mean, I do sweat a lot, but I don't think that's what that is. No. Uh, face shot it, I'm assuming, means that you went, like, you went head first. Yes. I want everybody to say those two words together so we have drops for the rest of time. Uh, yeah, I would say, I think Wiggy's right. I think you just you landed on your face. You, you get off, on your face. Get off the course, you old guy. <laughs> landed, landed on your face. And I, what, what is it, Sean? Uh, no, it's actually to get, like, whitewashed. So, like, in hockey, when the skater goes up and sprays the goalie with uh, snow oh, or ice, yeah. it's like that. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Well, there you I'm go. I'm learning. Now you got the lingo. I got yep. a couple lingo. You got the rentals. Jaja Binks. You got the gear. I you got, got the gear. You got, fo- you got foyer ski pants. I got foyer ski pants. Those, those look a little tight. Yeah, so, they, uh, they just, are. Uh, just be careful out there. Especially in the crotch region. You got the, you got the noodle. You got, got the helmet. I got the noodle. You got the face shot. You got everything. I got, yeah. I got everything. All right. <laughs> just don't have a yard sale out there, Wiggy. <laughs> yeah. No yard sales. No yard bra. sales. Bra. No bra. No, no job, job bigs for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I actually All thought right. that was a skier. Um, <laughs> we know. We heard it. <laughs> Do you want I, – now, remind me, did Al from Everett suggest that he was never calling this show again? He's, he's been on a, a, a bizarre heater with hey, his rage. He can, wants his – he wants his, his five minutes because he called this way before anybody else. But he's, he uh, calls in and says the same thing every time. He says, fine. you never let me say the same thing. <laughs> let's let's say hello to Al, uh, the great Al from Everett. Al, good morning. The, the same thing every time. What are you talking about? I told you. Uh, I told are you, you going to say Bill Belichick got after. exposed? You're going to say Bill got exposed because he didn't get a job anywhere. Right. Well, I, did I not? Okay. Okay. So okay you thank you. Point me. <laughs> right? Did uh, I talk? Did I? Did I then you, then you, then you guys are talking about draft picks. How many draft picks he's going to get? I called you. I said draft picks. He's not even going to get hired. Right. He's not even going to get hired. That was the last call. Now you're, you're. He's right about that. I thought Bill was going to get hired, and I thought people. We all did. Everybody spot on. We, Wiggy. Everybody thought Bill would get hired. He hasn't. I understand it. It's bizarre to me. And we 
talked about it at length this morning, Al, but we could talk about it again. So Greg, You're obsessed, Greg, You're obsessed Greg, with the guy. Greg, why is You're, it bizarre, Greg? Why is it why? bizarre? Because yeah. he has been coaching in the NFL for 30 years and, oh, is consi- okay, so and, and has a giant uh, track record of success. Yeah. Wait, wait, Al, I just want to ask you yeah, a question. Do you yeah, think that, that Dan, so I mean, Al, Al, wait, do you believe that Dan well, Quinn on, is a better on, coach guys, in the NFL the than Bill Belichick? Do you, you believe that Dan Quinn is a... Do I get to say anything? Yeah, you, go ahead, Al. get four hours. Oh, Jesus, I get to say anything. Go ahead, Al. Go ahead, what? Yeah, go ahead, Al. So, so you, you, your mind's boggled by all this. Well, let me see. Why, and Chris Curtis, you can't imagine why the, all these owners wouldn't hire him. Well, let's say, maybe they're paying attention. Call me crazy. Hold on. Uh, let's see. He catches his quarterback in the second quarter on Monday Night Football. Never been done before. He he hires a defensive coordinator put in charge of your top ten quarterbacks, the future of your franchise. Let's see what else could it be. Oh, hold on, here's another one that's great. Shine, you do you do a segment, you do a segment. What they said yesterday, right? Yeah, they you said you did that. Yeah, so you chose to pick a kicker, Justin Tucker, you, and you totally ignored. Tom Brady's father's article from the day before, all the scathing things he said. Let me ask you this question. Didn't Greg. Curtis read that you on think, the air? Yeah, you, yeah, we did. You, oh. think, you think Tom Brady should be pissed off when his coach was trying to get rid of him and telling everybody in 2016 that he could win without him? All right, think, Al, think thank you. Okay, Al, sorry. thank you. I got your point, and I'll, I'll let Curtis answer it or I will. I just I, don't I, understand the purpose of calling in, looking for some form of, like, congratulations. Al, even when they were winning, you ripped him. Now he's gone, and you're saying you were right all along. Nobody with a working, functioning brain believes Dan Quinn is a better football coach than Bill Belichick. It's shocking to me. If there is some part of it. That is Bill not being interested in these jobs. It has to be. Right. It, it, I, I, I don't want to be like, I don't, I don't want to be carrying his water or whatever. I know. Sounds like you are. I, no, it doesn't. Hey, listen, like, I'm right. the biggest Bill fan, but maybe Al's right to a certain point. He wants to coach. He wants to be in the NFL. No team will hire him. Yeah. That's got, do they feel, they might feel like owners go, it really was more about Brady than it was about Bill. So why would I want to hire a guy that might not be as good as a coach that we all thought because he had 20-something years of Tom Brady? There's, if you're saying to yourself, listen to yourself when you talk. I tell my kids that all the time. Write that down. You just said you can't believe no one hires him. Yes, I can't, I can't believe it. So owners are willing to throw away money and burn it like it's going out of style. Maybe owners in the NFL don't think that Bill is that good of a coach to coach in today's football. Okay, and, but, and wait, to, to, hey, you, hey. To, to you and Greg's point, so do you just think that he only wanted the Atlanta position? Because why would he go two times to, I, I, to I, interview? I don't know. I'm trying to find an explanation. And he talked to Washington. Right. Curtis, Curtis is right. Dan Quinn has a job and Bill Belichick does not. I I don't understand that. I don't. I cannot unless the majority of the if if he wasn't offered any other jobs because they think it was all Tom Brady, then I that that's fine. But, I don't. I but, mean, he's but, he. I, I, 
everybody, to, to nearly everybody except for Asante Samuel, uh, says that the guy is the most brilliant football mind that there is, the best in-game football coach that there ever was. How does he not have a job? Well, here's here, exactly. Let's, let's just use the Dan. <laughs> let's just use Dan Quinn, right? Because he's the guy that got the job using the logic that Alfred Everett and Wiggy sort of did there. Dan Quinn with the Dallas Cowboys, with the best defensive player in football, mm-hmm. got his pants taken off by the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love at home in the playoffs. Got absolutely, as Wiggy would say, mollywopped. Right. And in his other biggest game. As the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, he allowed Bill Belichick and Tom Brady to come back from the greatest deficit in the history of the NFL to win a Super Bowl. He has failed as a head coach, and as a defensive coordinator, he has failed to get the Cowboys out of the second round of the playoffs. The Cowboys haven't been in the conference championship since the 90s. So the notion that he is somehow more appealing, knowing that if it was Brady, fine. Well, are you going to credit Dan Quinn's defense when he has Micah Parsons and Steph Gilmore? And, and talented players up and down that roster. So you can't have it both ways. You can't say it's all the player and then hire a guy because he has a good defense when he has the best defensive player and then say, Bill, get a job because also, he has time. But what did Dan Quinn do that everybody tells us Bill never did? I don't know. He took the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl with a, no disrespect, <laughs> Matty Ice. But, but a, what do you with think a, that, with a uh, a game manager? But yeah. here's here's my issue uh, with right. that, Wiggy. If so gonna, so maybe Wiggy, they look Wiggy, at but you have to stipulate the, that uh, who was his offensive coordinator? Kyle Shanahan, baby. But it does. <laughs> but but it doesn't matter. One of the best young offensive minds in football. But that, of course no, it matters. No, it doesn't. No, it, no, it doesn't. It's about the head. Look coach. at Matt Ryan's career before and after Kyle Shanahan. But it's about the head coach, right? So the head coach. No, it's not in this case. It's no, about, no. It's the head about, coach is a defensive mind. No, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons was was Dan Quinn. And does he deal with offense, Sean? And he took no, he does Atlanta, not, Curtis. He Thank took you. the Atlanta Falcons and Matty Ice to a Super Bowl. People will say Bill can't win without Brady. Bill can't even get to the playoffs or, or squeak a playoff win without Brady. Dan Quinn, even though he didn't win it, was able to do it and get a team to the Super Bowl with Matty Ice. All I'm saying is maybe owners and Al might have some, you know, in his madness of what he's saying might be have some logic in there and go do do you think tom brady would have had the success that he had without bill belichick i don't know i it's because if maybe bill doesn't instill in the mindset of how bill operates just nuts it's nuts to me like the two of them together were what made what happened happen. I, it's but I'm not saying that that that's not true. You think Tom Brady would have won seven Super Bowls without? But he won Bill one Bell. without Bill. To be fair, yeah, he, he, won, he, won one, he won one. He won one without one. Bill after he already had all of his fundamentals matter. put in place from Bill. But you know what the difference between Bill and Tom is? Is that when Tom left, there were teams that wanted Tom, yeah. and he signed with another team. And, and how is Bill Belichick, which I believe the greatest coach of all time? Not able to get hired today. He needs he, a sign. He needs to like be standing out there in front of a stadium with like a one of those hire me right. signs. You should put up a, a, an ad in the want we'll, ads. We'll work for we'll work for food for Nike or whatever. Like yeah. I, I, I don't. It's just I, so wild to me where it's like the NFL. The day that Bill Belichick and the Patriots parted ways, go back to the coverage of it. It was like the Pope died. Everybody was saying the greatest football mind of all time is leaving the New England Patriots. 
this is going to be Brady 2.0. Robert Kraft's watched Brady win in Tampa. Bill's going to win in Dallas. I mean, everybody nationally. So and now, was, and it now, wasn't now, if he was going to get a job. Every, it was where was he yeah. going to get a and job. And now every single job is gone, filled and done, and he's not going to. So is he going to go to TV? Yes. He is? Yeah, he'll do Fox with Jimmy Johnson and Brady. So it'll be Brady and Bill on Fox. Oof. Jimmy Johnson's his best friend in media. Uh, he's friends with Coach Cower, but I don't think he's that close. I think he and Jimmy Johnson are like I, legit boys. And the record is just is, is Shula gets to keep the record. No, he'll. I, I think that mid-season next year somebody wants him. I or? think Jerry Jones and these owners are done paying coaches not to coach. So Mike McCarthy is in the final year of his deal. I don't think they're giving him a new deal. If they don't win the Super Bowl or get close, he's fired, and then Bill goes to Dallas next wow. year. Well, I just hope ha- that Ken's working on a new deal to bring Bill back to our show. I, I hope he is. Yeah. yeah, we should have him on, Ken. I know. Once a week, Write the Bill. check. Write the check. Ken. What if we did a road but show Greg, on Nantucket at his house? <gasps> Greg, let Brilliant. me let me ask you this question. And this he is, does he does away games. <laughs> and and I, oh, I what, you are on fire. What? No, we, oh, that was good. We did. We learned that. Yeah. I think. Right. I mean, well, if the video allegedly. Was, sure. might have been a deep fake. Yeah, yeah, maybe it might have been, been it. Why did you make it look like that? <laughs> and, and I'm with and I and I and I agree. I'm shocked too. But if Andy Reid. Is not with the Chiefs. Do you think another team no, high, high oh, is him? Oh, Andy. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's the last. That's the last. That is the last thing that that people speculate about, which is they win. Andy Reid steps down. Bill is coaching there. No, next. no. But do you think Andy? Do you Reed, think? Do you think if Andy, Andy Reid was available right now? Do you think a team would have hired him? Yes. I don't know. I don't know based on Bill. What's the difference between he and Bill Shine? Uh, because Andy Reid developed some of the best offenses in football year in and year out. Whether it's Patrick Mahomes or Alex Smith or Donovan McNabb, he had top ten offenses okay, almost did every Bill, year for Bill, twenty plus Bill, years. Has Bill developed some of the best defenses ever in the game of football? Yeah, but right now it's a league that just lusts after offense. Sure. Okay. Jeez, I All thought right. defenses won championships. No, Jeez. but clearly owners don't. That's my point. And Al, like I said, Al might be right. Owners are not viewing Bill as like okay. He's going to come in. He's a great coach. They're willing to pass him up for guys like Dan Quinn and Raheem Morris. Yeah, well, I, for one, can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, every position filled when it comes to head coaches in the NFL, and Bill Belichick is at home and out of work. So um, you can talk about that all day long here on Boston Sports Original WEI. We are at Loon Mountain South Peak Resort. First ever snow show. Wiggy, do you have final words? Yeah. Anything? Is Are your affairs in order? Bruh, I'm just ready to go out there and shred and gnarl. the white. You're going to gnarl? I'm going to gnarl the white. All right. Um, the pure cocaine. Okay. Did you the do powder. your will? Did you do your will? <laughs> That's for Courtney and Griselda. Yes, thank you. No, I didn't do my will. Thank. I got my man Chet. Where's Chet? Chet got my back. Okay. If I don't do well, it's Chet's fault. All right. You guys want to... <laughs> You guys want to see this uh, former NFL superstar try to make his way down the mountain? Yeah? All right. All right. I'm going right. to get my – right. I'm Wiggy's, going to put my gear on. Go get Wiggy's, him, Wiggy's going to get ready. Uh, quick reminder that you can go to Twitch and watch all of this unfold. Good luck, Wiggs. Hopefully in, uh, in, a, in a safe way for Wiggy. Um, you can also do that on YouTube. And just go to Twitch and follow WEI. Are we on Rumble? That's how, <laughs> that's how you can watch this. No, no, Jerry America, we're not on Rumble. Bunch of pansies. Uh, But you can watch this show on Twitch. And this show on Twitch is presented by Elite Vodka. Please enjoy Elite Vodka responsibly. (laughs) We'll be right back from Loon Mountain. Taking laps on the chairlift so he can constantly look down on people. They are such 
Boobs. It's Chris Curtis. Y'all be capping too much. At the first annual Greg Hill Snow Show on WEI. Resort, and if you're watching this program on Twitch, then you see Wiggy getting ready. You need to. Uh, I, I have a boomer reference for you. What? You know what Wiggy looks like? Dukakis in the in the tank. <laughs> Mike Dukakis, former governor of Massachusetts, running for president, took an unfortunate photo when he was trying to drive a tank, and he wore a helmet, and uh, and that led he was running for president. Okay, so we can hear. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how this is going to work technically, but you see Wiggy stepping it's outside not. right now on Twitch. Where's Chet? And then Ken, Chet? Hi, Ken has a microphone, but I don't think Ken or Wiggy can hear us. No, they cannot. Really, this is um, really... Uh, but we are watching Wiggy. Um, what a beautiful spot, though, yeah. by the way. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. So you know what, um, Griff, go ahead and... Uh, well, we can listen. We can listen. Yeah, is, just make sure no, Wiggy knows gonna, he can't swear. Yeah. You know what? Turn his microphone down, and we'll watch Wiggy uh, as he makes his way to the slope. And uh, he's never skied before. Um, you're you're a skier, but uh, I used to. You used to. Yeah, I used uh, to ski Friday, Notre Dame Academy. Every Friday, yeah. we'd leave at eleven, go to um, a mountain, and come yeah. home very late. Um, now, it, what's interesting to me, I went out and scoped out the scene. Loon has supplied, I think, their entire staff here to assist Wiggy. Okay, there are good. so many people out there in blue jackets <laughs> that are here to help. So uh, yeah. if Wiggy doesn't make it down the mountain with all this help, I uh, yeah, I think uh, most of them are he's signing waivers with them. So that, right. So look yeah. at Ken. I am so sorry. What? This is the funniest thing I've ever watched. What in my is he life. doing? I hate this. It's hard because so many people listen on the radio. I know. I know. We're I know. Talking about what they. But this but is why you should watch the show on Twitch. You should right? watch on Twitch. But if you can't today, yeah. I have instructed Ken to video the entire thing. I w- I'm going to put together a reel for Instagram okay. later. So what's making you laugh about Wiggy? Well, uh, well, what's making me laugh right now is he can't walk in the ski boots. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. they are very difficult to walk right. in. He has decided since he is not going to go on a chairlift, he is going to scale the mountain. Uh, he is going to use his glutes and get himself up there on his two feet. Which is a weird thing. Like Odd, I, odd decision. The, yes. the, the chairlift has carried people far bigger than Wiggy. Yeah. I and, don't, I mean, I don't love heights, but it's not bad when you get in the chairlift. You, I mean, it's a little bit, it, it's a little bit freaky when you get in and you take off and then it takes you a little while to get the bar thing down. Yes. It freaks you out a little bit, but it's not... I mean, but I, there's, I'm, there's, I'm afraid of everything. I'm not afraid of a of a of a chairlift. There are there are 200 kids, 10 and under, that will get off that chairlift today without a problem. Yeah. Yes. But the okay. one thing I think of when I look at Wiggy here as he prepares is that I think he's saying, you know what, 16 pot stickers was not the best decision <laughs> last night. 
Never mind the dranks. Oh, um, that's how you get hurt is skiing. They say skiing hungover is the worst thing to do. All right, well, let's go out to the mic. Okay. Let's hear it. Chet. Is- uh, yeah, it might, might help if you did just scrape the bottom of your boot on like the bike. Snow, snow. All right, we're trying. And then to get- all it is. Then? I don't know if that and mic is going to work out there. <laughs> trying to get Chet <laughs> instructing Wiggy. All right. Now what? Let's go scootering. All right, we're let's go scootering. Oh, gosh, okay. we're losing the internet again. Yeah, what's up with the internet? Okay. It's all right, it's just us. Everybody else get it. Okay. Um, so there you have Wiggy. Oh, oh his okay. first step. All right, he's on one ski. Why is he doing one well, ski? That's probably how you learn. Oh, okay. You try it on one. They're calling it scootering. He hasn't gone down yet. No. That's a positive. No. So he's doing... Yep. Okay. Like I'm ice skating? Yep. Yeah, like he's ice skating. Yeah, so oh, Wiggy's going to do great. He looks ice awesome. Yeah. This is great. This is, I, 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 can't, can't look. I think he's actually... Like an ice skate. I think he actually okay. might be good. I think he is, too. I think once he does this small oh. bunny hill, he's going to end up wanting to go again. Shredding, homie. One small... What's what they say when we went on the ride? One small step for man, one giant ski for Okay, if you're not able to watch, he's... Basically here at, at base camp yes. on a flat Yo, area I, I of snow, learning with just around. one ski. So let's not get overconfident. Let's put on that other one see how that feels. Oh, Take here we go. Off. All right, we're oh. going two skis now? Two skis. Yes. Now this is where it's going to get real slippery. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get real slippery, get said. Okay. What I'm waiting for, because this is not easy, but relatively easy. The difficulty for Wiggy is going to be when the momentum of his velocity and weight go down the hill, and it's... Picking up speed and how and you he, control that. And he can't stop. I would clear the entire base camp area right. of all children, pets, and maybe adults. <laughs> yeah. I okay. could just picture it like in, uh, you know, Black Sheep when yeah. that boulder fell off the hill and it rolled right into yeah. their cabin. Almost at it. That okay, look, comes look he's down. got the second ski on. Perfect. Okay, right. I feel like I, where I, we go I, anywhere. Oh, so they're teaching him how to clip in and out in case he okay. does fall. Right now it's important that he can get out of the go ski. Go fast mode. Okay. I also think, so uh, I know pizza. we talked about Kobe Wobe coming. Yeah. The anxiety was too high and for Kobe to be here. And now to walk, we're going to make the duck or the penguin. Okay, hold on. Okay. So the walk, we're just going to take little steps, roll our knees in. Okay. Ooh, penguin yeah. Wiggy does appear so to be out of breath. Imagine if you're on the, on the front line <laughs> waiting for the call. Okay. You're in that exact uh, same position. Give my guy a round of applause, you guys. Look at that. Yeah. The hike, that's the position you're going to be in. All right, he's doing okay. We should declare. It's the athlete in him. Like it's, it's the fact that he was a professional athlete. Yes. He can adapt and do it's almost anything. Like we should declare if <laughs> he makes part. it down the mountain without a fall, <laughs> early spring. Well, early spring? Yes. I agree. That is like going to be okay. our Puxatani film. And the amazing thing is, to put this into proper context, this is a guy that caught the final pass from Tom Brady in Super Bowl 36 that set up the biggest kick in Boston sports history for the first championship that reset the entire city's point of view, began, kicked off two decades of dominance that has never been done and never will be done again, is nervous about a bunny slope. Yes, look look at him. He's he's actually doing a little bit of skiing. His quads are going to kill tomorrow. He's going to have to go back to that Woburn guy. Yeah, because for those who can't watch, he's bending his knees a little bit too much. He's nervous to stand up straight. There we go. There we go. All right, we are... This is extraordinary. I uh, hope you're enjoying it. If, yeah. you're, a, if you're able right, to watch well, it on Twitch, if you're not, then you are hearing Jermaine Wiggins, Coach Wiggins, his first ever attempt to ski down a legit mountain. And we're going to take a quick break. 
We are at Loon with a bunch of incredible people who came out this morning. Thank you guys so much. 5,000 on Twitch getting ready for this. That's so fantastic. Join us there. Thanks for watching on Twitch or YouTube. We'll be right back. From his legendary performance in the snowball. Quick pass. Wiggins. First down. To his legendary performance on skis at the first annual Greg Hill Snow Show. It's not rocket scientists. It's Jermaine Adamai effing way Wiggins. All day long, baby. On WEEI. Bro! Hi, we're back at Loon Mountain. First ever snow show. And doing our best to do the radio show while we're watching Wiggy, his first time ever on skis. And honestly, thanks, everybody, for being here this morning. You guys are incredible. Didn't know what we'd get up here in the in the Granite State, but um, unbelievable turnout this morning. Great turnout last night at the Woodstock Inn. Thanks to everybody over there for hosting us. Uh, I think we are all out of uh, uh, one merch selection on the Snow Show merch for the foundation. We have the female beanie left, the black one, but we don't. We don't. We're all out of the guys' hats. So, um, go see Ashley over there if you're if you want a uh, limited edition snow show piece of merch this morning. We, uh, we got to turn Curtis uh, his microphone on. Griff, what was that? It's okay. It wasn't that great of one. Yeah, I know. Always silencing you. <laughs> all right, I see Wiggy's we actually doing a little bit of skiing. If you're watching this on Twitch. Then you can see him now. He's got now. So he's got the pizza. That's the pizza. Well, that's, that's we all know stop. that Wiggy was going to nail the pizza. Yeah. Okay. Holy cow! They're moving. Yeah, he's moving down the mountain. Look at that. With both poles oh, can up. Can we give him a round of applause? Wiggy, dominant. Wow. Look at him. Look at him. He's crushing. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's really going fast, no. but that's he probably. Did it. That's probably Look. That's it's going to be an early spring. That's probably a, that's probably a heavy load thing. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, this is Nate in the truck. Nate, good morning. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Hey, good morning. I'm glad you guys are having a great time up there. I'm, I'm glad for Wiggy. And uh, I know you guys were looking for a big show out of him. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad you guys have a great time. The whole thing with Belichick and Brady, a lot of people forget and realize that there was a low of 10 years of 05 to 2015 that Brady – didn't even win another Super Bowl. So, yep. and looking at the way everything was run, that Belichick, you know, them not spending for all these, you know, being the, the bottom half of spending, he could have gave them those weapons. Can you imagine if he actually did that? How many more championships he would have had if he would have yeah. given him that? So, I think honestly, you know, I think it's all Brady, and mostly Brady, and Bill was along for the ride, seeing what he. Seeing what Bill did done in the past three to four years here without Brady, it, it's just solidifying it was Brady. Yeah. All right. Listen, I I, I don't want to. We're not going to adjudicate the Bill versus Brady thing, which we've done since I came over here. I but there is something going on today. It's it's the listen. The last two jobs, Commanders and the Seahawks. There was zero interest on both of those teams in Bill Belichick. So that, to me, when, when that final job went away last night and Bill is sitting here this morning uh, unemployed as a head coach in the NFL, he, I think you have to ask the question, why? And if it is that the entire league looks at it like he was a, uh, a passenger, as Wiggy would say, he was a, you know, a bystander, 
then okay, I don't I don't believe that he was. But, I, I, but Curtis said it earlier. There are so many, and you said it as well. So many former players that played for Bill Belichick say that he is the greatest. He is the greatest football mind. So unless they're just saying it in front of a camera or a microphone and behind closed doors when they're actually talking to the teams that they now play on or played for, and they're saying no, Bill's a boob. I don't understand it. Even Tom Brady Sr. coming out saying nice things right. about Bill Belichick. Like, there's so much around it that there has to be another situation. Oh, no. Oh, 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 he's, down. Down. oh he's down. He's down. Sorry. Wiggy oh, went, no. Wiggy went down. Oh, down. Oh, we, we interrupt this programming. Wiggy just took a giant oh. spill. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Ski oh. popped out of the ski. Oh, boy. He looks oh. like he's okay. He's pulling his pants up. Uh, he said, I'm all right. Okay. Do we have the EAS? He doesn't want to do a Jackson when it comes to his pants. Oh, I tried that. Uh, what's it called? The hockey stop? <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, man. That was a big You know call. what? Are we on air here? Yeah. Are we talking here? We yeah. going live? Huh? Yes. Yeah. Well, should I say this? I'm the only one at WEI Odyssey Worldwide that had the guts to conquer a double black diamond. <laughs> <laughs> double black. Yeah. Oh, Give him a round of applause for that. I don't uh, think he conquered it. No. But he is out there and he's trying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm worried about his safety. Yeah. Is there an avalanche warning? He is going to be sore tomorrow. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That fall was perfect. Yeah. Yes. The first fall is always the worst. Is he going to go back up or is he done? Is that is he ending on a fall? I, I think don't... he may be. It looks like he might be heading in here. Do we have oxygen? He seems uh, very he out does, of breath. Well, it's, yeah, it's the boots, Curtis. <laughs> Well, the air is, isn't the uh, oxygen level lower right. at a higher altitude? Right, yes. that's why the espresso yeah, martinis yeah. hit harder, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> I, you did. You, you did not. You're fraudulent. You said you were going to be hungover Courtney today, and you seem fine. I told you it's the worst I've ever felt, and I actually need to find a happy medium, I guess, with my hangovers because I am so shaky inside and feel like a burp could come out at any moment <laughs> oh, that I am really like. Focused. Well, you don't do that. You don't burp. No, we learned I, that the I, burping is one thing. Okay, and I don't like burp, belch. You know that's disgusting. I'm a right. girl. I'm a lady. Not um, but no, yeah, that's different than the bathroom talk. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, anyway, is enough about me. You know the funniest part about like when we got into those like the Courtney's bathroom antics. The, the Twitch, which is so permanently like talk sports, yeah. gets so engaged <laughs> on the bathroom story because it's interesting. What other place would you hear a woman yeah. discuss why she's never pooped when her husband knew it? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think that's yeah, interesting. I think yeah. so. Better than Al from ever calling in and saying the same thing. As when did it go wrong with Al and us? I, I thought we were a good pals. He used to bring sandwiches, and now there's this tension, and I really want to. He feel, I think he feels like he was the first person to ever suggest that Bill Belichick might be fired someday, and he doesn't get his credit for that. I, But I, you know, I don't. I mean, God bless Is he him. coming? Oh, here he comes. Everybody, yeah. give it up for Wiggy. Conquering hero. Here comes our hero. We have like chariots of fire. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he's ready for the Apre ski. Bring yeah. it on. There he is. All right. Come on up here. Congratulations. Oh, Wiggy. Quite quite the uh, quite the skier. Uh, make uh, you're going to have to ta- I think take your helmet off uh, or you can just hold your microphone. Um, 
Um, I cannot wait to get... Spitzing a little bit. I cannot wait. Oh, you're sweating. Like, uh, like. I don't know if you know a ski is we like to get at it. It's 10 degrees outside. Yeah, Why well, that sweat? means when you're shredding you're, as hot as I was you're, shredding you're out abso- there. Yeah, absolute lather. Yeah. <laughs> I, absolute oh, lather. Shred it, bro! That's it, yep. So how was it? I tell you, it was fun. Yeah. It was a little scary when I started picking up speed. Yeah. You know, I don't know what I was doing. I looked like I felt like I was doing about 50, 60 miles an hour, but I couldn't really tell. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I went for the uh-huh. hockey stop because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got this. This is easy. Got the, and I'm like, all right. You know, plus Chet was like, you know, bruh. We got to get Eamon. Give me a little something. Uh, Eamon Corner, our vice president of, uh, former vice president of Twitch Services, yeah. to isolate that fall. No, well, that, uh, the fall video, was. If you can't video wise. Yeah, the fall was. We need the, to show that again. Yeah, but that was like. You know, you don't really see those type of turns on. You only really see that like on an Olympic course with right. that hockey. That's what Chet was telling me. You got to be really, really advanced to right. do that. Yeah. That so, was Lillehammer. What was yes. the hardest? What was the hardest part of it for you? Um, keeping my skis at French fries. Yeah. They kept wanting to go back to pizza. They want to go back to pizza. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. What, I was trying. That's the leg strength part of it. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. I have. I don't do leg day. That's the leg but strength. But I, I shredded it, though. Yeah. I got it. Let me tell you something. I've never skied. But I got to give people credit who do. Because you're coming down, and I was coming down a double black diamond is what Chet was telling me. <laughs> right. And, um, and I could, I could, the fear was making me emotionally get better and i <laughs> there was a point in time when i was coming down the the mountain you what you were did you say farewell to your children no 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 and, and your no wife? no somebody there was a point in time where there was a piece of me that said get on the chairlift oh, oh yeah why didn't okay. you we have um, we have another 40 minutes left in the show 50 I, minutes curtis I don't want to hog up the the, the mountain for other people. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, Always very deferential. Yes, I mean that people take, you know, they take a weekend after a long week of work. Right. They come. This is what I don't want to hog. You know what's interesting, Wiggy? While you were out, I quizzed everybody. I said, would you be okay waiting if Wiggy took the chairlift? And they all said, yeah. Yeah. No, no I don't want to um, impose on anybody. This do, you, do you feel like this will now become uh, a new leisure activity for you? A new, um, a new leisure activity. Uh, a new hobby. No, I enjoy a new sport. I, I maybe I try to convey a belt next year because I I just feel like. But do you think you'll ski the rest of this winter? I have fun skiing though. Is once enough? I don't know. I feel like you can't. Like now, I feel like okay. I got the itch. You yeah. got the bug. I All do. Right. I feel like it's pretty cool. All right, he's got the Wiggy, bug. Great Give job. Good job, Wakes. All right, All right. We're Pre- shout out my man Chet for helping me out. We are at Loon Mountain, the first ever snow show. I say we do this again. Oh my god. Awesome. If not this winter, then next winter. Yes. I mean, Wiggy's got the itch. And yeah. he, can we get him a towel? Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, he is sweating. A I little see bit. why guys just, you know, gals just ski with yeah. sweatshirts on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's hot out there, man. It's, it's, it's hot shredding. Uh, <laughs> let's get to Courtney into what is trending right now. Gresham Fourier, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Shaw's. We have some breaking Red Sox news. Theo Epstein is back with the Sox. He'll okay. be taking part ownership of Fenway Sports Group and joining the role of senior advisor. Wow. This is huge. They are not selling the Red Sox. No. I don't know how many things have to happen. I. This is the best possible news you could give me. Yep. This is huge news. Theo Epstein so. is the best baseball mind in the history of the sport. 
There's nobody that comes close to Theo. Local guy, brilliant. He's not even 50 yet. He's already accomplished more than anybody could have imagined. This is a home run of a yeah. hire. I mean, so he will be an equity owner of the Boston Red Sox. Well, it says Fenway Sports Group. Yeah. Okay. So, but that obviously encompasses the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. And a senior advisor. So. Um, that is fantastic news. I feel like, you know, he can immediately get in there and start telling Craig Breslow what he needs to do. Uh, and, uh, and Craig Breslow is basically, you know. He's just getting to breakfast. Supplies? uh, Office supplies? You cannot overstate what this means. This is what I said the second they fired Heimblum. And Sam said we're not bringing in Theo Epstein. (laughs) Um, Full throttle, not bringing Theo Epstein, but I'm the liar. (laughs) Um, uh, But this is awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. This gives credibility to an organization that desperately needs it. Yeah, well, Red Sox make a big move. And that is not the move that you may have thought they would make when it came to a, a splash with a, a uh, signing a player or trading for somebody. But that big move is that Theo Epstein is now uh, an owner of the Boston Red Sox. So um, uh, as of right now, and that is exciting. Ken just went full on Ken is, Ken is losing his mind. You can talk about that all day long here on Boston Sports Original. What else? Yeah. And Theo Epstein in Fort Myers with us. Probably. Oh, yeah, very we're, exciting. Yeah, all right. On the, show, yeah. uh, the Celtics fell to the Lakers at the TV Garden last night, 114-105. This comes despite AD and LeBron sitting on the bench. Jason Tatum led the way with 23 points. It was the C's first loss as a 15-plus point favorite in the last 30 years. And just a reminder, they started the season 20-0 at home. They're now 2-3 and ever since Greg had that infamous undefeated at home lead. Uh, an update on Joel Embiid and that injury he suffered this week. He has a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee. He'll be out this weekend while treatment options for the injury continue to be explored. And the Patriots have hired their offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt, got the nod. He's spent the last four seasons with the Browns. Man, the Red Sox totally blew up the Alex Van Pelt buzz. Yeah. I mean, now it's all Theo. That is true. Me- meaty savings are on this week at Shaw's and Star Market. Today through Thursday, pick up value pack 80% lean fresh ground beef or 93% lean Shady Brook Farms ground turkey. Only $2.77 a pound. We use the digital coupon. That's limited to two per customer. Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And Curtis, I, I just got this update from the SAA, Ski Association of America. Yeah. They said I set the world record for fastest time down Loon Mountain. Did you wow. S- did you say fattest time? Oh, no, no. I think it was. I think the weight and speed <laughs> world rec- record. Wiggy, you dominated. Appreciate great. it. That is how a team guy does it. He goes out there and tries something for the first time in front of thousands of people. Did it so. for the show. Did I it love it. It's love 32 you. degrees, but there is an avalanche warning after Wiggy <laughs> aired Lone Blue Mountain. 37 degrees in Boston afternoon, high of 43. <laughs> Getting ready to shred the gnar right after he's done shredding the cheese for his Nacho Supreme. It's Greg Hill, live from the Snow Show on WEEI. One thing to miss shots and not execute. It's one another thing not to play hard mm-hmm. um, and to get booed and guys yeah, like I don't mind getting booed. It's good I, for you. Guys, get not get back on defense. Yeah. Transition baskets after you guys make a basket. Like mm-hmm. that has to be a concern that the the lack of effort as opposed to like missing shots or just not executing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not concerned by it. I'm not happy about it, but I'm not concerned by it. I think it's unacceptable. Um, doesn't mean that like I'm concerned. Um, we'll work through it. 
You know, I think part of bad stretch of basketball is uh, physical just as much as mental. And I think those two things go hand in hand, you know. So I think it's unacceptable for those things to happen. Um, but if you take a look at the whole scope of our season, they happen very little. went into that game last night for, I think for the first time in like 15 years with a fi- in February with a five game lead in the East and there's no LeBron James and there's no AD mm-hmm. and you're getting booed on your home court I, I give me the explanation Wiggy they're looking ahead to the all-star break or they're uh, what's what's your they suddenly they can they can't win basketball games at home I what, what's what's the explanation I, I, I I personally believe, and I think it's a combination of both the players, but especially the coach, is you can't put it in cruise control because you're having such a great season. And then when you get to ready to play a team and then their two best players don't play and you go, this ain't going to be much for us. And then they come out like we heard Jalen Brown say, they come out lackadaisical because they're like, they don't have LeBron, they don't have AD, we should blow this team out. And then they're not hitting shots and – and I, I put that on the players, but I also put it on Joe Missoula to make sure the players are not reading their own pr- press clippings mm-hmm. or going, oh, just because LeBron and AD ain't playing, don't think that we could just roll the ball out there and win. I, that, that, to me, is what I still want to see from Tatum, and I want to see Missoula be more aggressive rather than get defensive. And it's frustrating coming off a game where uh, Jason Tatum was telling everybody, you know, we know we're going to get the best out of every team we play. We right. talked about this on the yeah. show. And I said, well, that's going to come an issue when you're, you're losing to teams that are in the middle of the pack and you still have uh, scheduled games with really good teams. So if you're getting the best out of every team right. – and you can't even beat the ones that, you know, you should be beating easily. The Lakers stink with right. LeBron and AD. But, it's right. just, but also it's embarrassing for the league that LeBron, I guess, and Anthony Davis, but that LeBron is not playing in a nationally televised game against the Celtics. Like, that, that was the greatest. Maybe it's not anymore, but the, arguably the greatest rivalry in sports. Oh, I'm is, sure is ratings-wise it's Celtics, one of the biggest games still. Celtics-Lakers, and, and you, the, neither one of those guys plays last night. But just to go back to what Wiggy was saying, my issue with the Celtics is they act like they've arrived. When KG, Paul, and Ray got together in 08, they had all done far more collectively and individually than Tatum and Brown have. What do you, what Yet, do you mean by that, though, that they act like they've arrived? They, they act like they're, they are the best team. They get the other team's best. They haven't won a championship yet. Paul Pierce couldn't leave the Celtics without a championship. He, Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen viewed their careers as incomplete without a championship. And I watch what happened last year against the Heat. The Celtics thought they could just get past the Heat. Yeah. They were a much more talented team. They didn't come out and play like the Celtics until they were down three games to none, and they won three straight, then Tatum gets hurt in game seven, and the rest is history. But Tatum and Brown believe that they are there, both financially with Tatum, I'm sorry, Brown. with Brown, and as an all-NBA first-teamer in Jason Tatum. 
LeBron was someone, we give him a lot of crap, the decision, all that. He wasn't acting this way until he got that first championship. But right. acting what way? Like, I, I think that they come across, and this might be crazy, like, I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum come across pretty humble for the guys that are making what they're making and have the talent and the notoriety that they have. Like, I, I don't... But it's not about their personality. I'm not ripping how they act. But you yeah. say, like, they act like they've arrived. Right. Like, the way they, they look, carry they themselves. Have, they look at, I think Curtis is saying, they look at a game like last night, and think they can win it in the fourth quarter, like they have the last right. the last three games at home. To be honest with you, we'll just or roll, two. We'll, we'll, roll, so, we'll roll the ball out there with the Boston Celtics. Yeah, that, right. I think that's the to me that's the the thing. But I understand that they got to get that mindset. But isn't the, that Missoula making sure that he's he he's he's getting this team to play well? And I think that all those players love him, but. At times, and you talk about this, Greg, in hockey, you might need to be a coach who steps on some necks. And even them. Well, you think he's going to be when he says it's good for you to get booed at home? I no, mean, but that's I, why I think he's I, he's I, he's <laughs> he's allowing that to rather than being like this is horrible. They played horrible. Our team was horrible. They're too good to go out there and lose to a team that doesn't have their two best players. And I, he's getting defensive. Because that's kind of his personality now, yeah, yeah. and I and I think the Celtics team that concerns me during the regular season, and I'm hoping it doesn't bleed into the playoffs. Where if they play a team that they're better than in the playoffs, they feel like oh, we could just like you said, turn it on in the fourth quarter. Um, all right. Well, there is some breaking news, and Courtney uh, brought it up during trending uh, just a little bit ago, but it appears that Theo Epstein is back and will join. The Fenway Sports Group, the owners of the Boston Red Sox and Liverpool and the Pittsburgh Penguins and the uh, a stake, whatever, a $3 billion stake in the, the, the new PGA Tour. Um, and Theo will, will join that group as an owner, so he has some equity, and uh, as a special advisor. I'm, assume, I'm assuming on baseball and golf. Also, I, I don't know, if, and golf. And I, I, this probably confirms for me that the rumors that Pearl Jam will do three nights at Fenway this summer are, are 100% <laughs> Nailed that. true, right? Yeah. 100% true. And do you know who the number one letter of recommendation for Craig Breslow came from? Uh, Theo Epstein? Theo Epstein. Yeah, right. So maybe so they, this has been in the works for a while. Yeah. And so you think he's going to be like strictly, not strictly, but he'll have a big presence in the baseball stuff. I think Theo's job now is more difficult than what he did breaking the 86-year drought. Where this team was in 2002, they still had Manny. They still had Pedro. They had a massive market share. They were still with the Reds, with the Patriots as the top most interested team in the, in, the, in the city. Where the Red Sox find themselves now in the whatever it's been, 13 years since Theo left, is a massive task. And you know what Theo doesn't do? He doesn't fail. Like, the guy is, he's not even 50, and he won the first championships for the Cubs and the Red Sox. I mean, and he's been the one that's been the most instrumental in implementing a pitch clock and finally getting baseball mm. out of the Stone Age. Like, you cannot say enough good things about the can, UFC. Can I, I mean, I'm, and for and those... He's your dream boat. But, but for those who have felt... Well, he doesn't think so. For, the, for those who felt like they were reduce, reducing payroll to prepare this team for sale... This probably says the exact opposite, right? Um, 
Or, or or does it mean Theo's coming in to get everything in order so that and he's an asset as an owner going forward that you can keep? I, I mean, I don't. I, well, here's I mean, what I think. Gra- let me ask Curtis and you, and let me ask everybody this, but mainly Curtis. Yes, sir. Could this mean that they're bringing in Theo to allow him to be part owner and then figure out, get some investors, and then him ultimately buying it from them? to be majority owner and he now owns the Red Sox and they're able to make their money and go elsewhere and do what they want but he is now the 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 main shareholder when rather it comes. than John Henry or Tom Warner right. being the face of the from ownership right. it's Theo cuz Theo probably doesn't have enough money oh, no, to right. buy no, it no. so if he gets in there and then maybe what he do you get, mean probably it's like a 6 billion dollar right but right. if he gets some investors so like Theo oh, what do you and say Greg? Four, what do you say for Four and a half billion. Four and a half billion. Yeah, I, here's what I think. Is that a possibility? Of course, uh, yeah, I think so. Anything's possible, honestly. I, I think that what Theo Epstein sees here is whatever percent of the team he got, he is going to either turn this around in six years and they sell the team and he makes Boku bucks. Yep. And he can then parlay that to join another group to you know be part of the kind of like a Mario Lemieux thing in right. Pittsburgh. So yeah. that could happen. I mean, John Elliott was offered a part of the team. He turned it down. He lost <laughs> out on like a billion dollars. But I think that this is simply Sam Kennedy finally understanding the indifference that is incoming in on the Red Sox, and that he needed a face. Oh, this instantly gets. Based Red Sox fans back into it, right? Because the, the but then Theo has to be a part of the group and has to do something to change where this team is currently. They can't finish last again. Theo know, so. legitimizes the outfit. Of course, they need to have that followed up by action. But Sam Kennedy is a nice guy. He is not suited to do the the Larry role or the the Theo role. Yeah. He's just it. It's not working. And Theo comes in and immediately uh, helps that problem. All right. We are at Loon Mountain and the South Peak Lodge, and it's the first ever snow show. This is Easty196 from Twitch. Easty, good morning. What's going on? Good morning. Wiggy broke Twitch. Fantastic. Uh, uh, you, he, he didn't break any bones. <laughs> he may have injured his uh, tailbone a little bit. But, no, it was a hockey, uh, it was a hockey stop. Um, and he, I, he and did, he got low. Chet you, said, "Get low." You did break Twitch. I think we were up uh, over five thousand watching the show on Twitch this oh, morning. Well so over, well over five k. Well over five k. Good well job, my Easty brother. I just, right. I want to thank you guys um, every morning for the laughs and the fun. It, it's just awesome. I, I oh. really enjoy the show and being on Twitch. Um, it's just, it's just great. I'm glad oh. to see Theo back. We'll have Eddie Vetter sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" every night. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks. Man. I. It's great doing the. I like. I love doing these shows. Like we. Yeah. I. I say it all the time, but we're. A, we are a show that likes to go out and, and actually hang out with the people that we yeah. that we have as listeners and and, and viewers. I, I like I, giving hugs. I, I like getting yeah, hugs. Yeah. There were a lot of hugs last night. I love them. Um. A lot of. Uh, a lot of great people last night. A lot of interesting people last night. It was. It was a blast. So. Great time. What yeah. a compliment. People come out. Want to talk about yeah. the show? It's I awesome. love it. I love it. Uh, this is Ken. Ken. Good morning. What's going on? Good morning. I just wanted to congratulate Wiggy. Um, I was a racer in college, and uh, we had an expression back then: "If you ain't falling, you ain't trying." Yeah. So, okay. so good on you. Yeah. 
Well, that's when you go for something as difficult as the the skate stop. Yeah, you, you that comes with the territory. Yeah. Ken, Even at that speed. Ken, did you do it on the old wooden skis? Oh, he's gone. Oh, uh, we finally had a Ken that respects Wiggy. I don't. You know, it's like crazy, like being on skis. And I know Foyer says he's a big snowboarder. But how much speed you get? Yeah, you don't realize like <laughs> even on the bunny slopes, yeah. you get some speed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do. realize it was that. It's I thought like, it was like a. I thought it was like going down a hill on a. You know, like on the old school plastic sleds. Like a well, toboggan. You, you didn't. Re- I mean, let's. I love you, but let's. I mean, let, uh, let's care, pause. Care, careful with the gloating. I mean, I, you, you didn't. Chet really... said it was a double black diamond. No, you went about double. You that went, means two. You went about thirty feet on a. Essentially, slight in, in in decline. I mean, I, let's be honest. I I've never been on skis. I know ever. that. I know. Ever in my life. The first time we all skied, we'd never been on skis. <laughs> no, 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 no. But never. And I was. Right. He said I was the best he's ever seen. Okay. Right, okay. Hey, Greg. You, uh, okay. you know what? You know what they say. Don't hate the player. Hate That's the it. He said he, I was the best virgin yeah. he ever okay. seen on them skis. Amen. All right. Uh, this Don't is, hate on me, Greg. This is Nick Let me enjoy from. It. This is Nick from Boston. Nick, what's going on? Hey, Wiggy, don't let them give you a crap, man. I grew up in the city, too. First time I went skiing is Blue Hills, wore my jeans, went down the hill, the bunny slope, trees heading my way, three times up, three times down, third time my jeans ripped wide open, and I went home to ski again for one year. Yeah, I've been skiing since. Far better than me, and just these rich suburban folks that think they, they grew up skiing. Man, we grew up in the city. Skiing's the rich people. <laughs> I, I, I got a I got a quick quote from uh, Bill Belichick. I overheard what he said when the commanders called him. He said something like, "Hmm, Dan bleeping Quinn, you better have a big league going into the fourth quarter." <laughs> uh, thanks for the call. I I don't. Uh... I don't know. You gotta give I, Al. You I gotta don't give under- Al his credit. Oh maybe, my god! Maybe oh, yeah, no. I know. I listen. I hate to credit say it. for what? I hate to say it. Bill's my guy, but maybe the league looks at him like he can't do it without Tom. I, I guess. Like owners, I'm talking about owners. Like we as players, we go, hey, "Yeah, he's the greatest coach to ever coach to coach the game." But why aren't there owners? D- David Tepper in uh, Carolina, he blew Matt Rule out after a year. And he gave him like sixty million. So you're telling me that these owners are not willing to give Bill forty, fifty million? Well, I guess if those owners are hearing the, you know, the whispering about the Bill being the quote great intelligent man, and about, um, uh, you know, Robert Kraft being disgusted that Bill told him Tom Brady was done, and then Tom Brady went elsewhere and won a Super Bowl. I, I mean, I guess. But a lot of people uh, thought Tom was done. Right. A lot of people. So I, I don't really put it on Robert. I think Robert, you know, maybe felt like Bill treated him a certain way. But just, you know how billionaires are. Just because one guy feels like he treats me right, the next billionaire is like, give me that guy. Give me one man trash is another man's treasure. Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time, gets passed up by Dan Quinn. In favor of Dan Quinn. Raheem Morris. Yep. Mike McDougal. Mike McDougal, whoever the hell he is, the other guy who had a porn addiction. Right. Canales. Canales. Think of all these coaches, the greatest. If we all view them as that, don't you think the owners who've been in the NFL for all those years, would one of them would view him that way? You know what I really hate? Also, can you define just for a moment what exactly qualifies as a porn addiction? The inability to delete your history. What? (laughs) No, I think think you – 
for me, it would be somebody who could not go a day without watching porn. Okay. Uh, do, you, that, do you know men? I, uh, like, I, I mean, I, I, I don't, don't know. I, I'm looking around the room. But nobody really wants to. So what's looking Sa- at me very blank. So but. what's Santo's, um, like, what's his. Oh, week- Santo. Like, here we go. Santo oh, never watches any no, what's his No, weekly- I'm sure he does. That's uh, fine. Uh, what's his weekly porn intake? Okay. I don't know. And I don't, ask, I don't know, ask him. You know when you go to the doctors and the doctors say. How many go, drinks a week? Are you a drinker? And you right. go, yeah. And they go, oh, how many drinks a week? Yeah. So. How many? I think it's nice that this guy I, it worked it out right. and that he wrote a they book. They don't need about, to write a book about it. That, that's crazy. Right. But it's right. absurd. A disorder is a, the definition of a disorder is something that impacts your ability to live a normal life. But is it, does it interfere when it comes to coaching a, a grown men? No. To being a no. To being a leader of men, mm. and then they 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 are they're informed that you wrote a book about how right. you overcame your porn addiction. It could yeah. get is that away. something? Is that something that is joked about behind your back? Yeah. In the, because in they're going to the be locker like, room at all. Uh, it's, are you really uh, looking at plays on that tablet? Right. <laughs> Let me see that surface. Um, <laughs> he okay. goes over. Oh, oh, damn! That's like, the wrong one. <laughs> I feel like that's not something you want people to know. Is that you overcame a near fatal porn addiction? Right. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm all for unburdening I, your soul and mental health, but yeah. I don't know if I'd write a book about that. No, no. I mean it's like I, we had, we get it. Like, yeah. you had a, Good on you, them. Yeah, they worked it out. Right. But think yeah. about it. Those those are the coaches. Right, that, that are, are better great. than Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel. Uh, and Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job either. Right. It's, it's wild. And so that whenever we like, oh well, Bill's an old head, so that's why you know all these other guys are passing him up. We're not talking about. Do you Mike think Vrabel. Mike Vrabel will get another job? Yes. Not, not, are we one hundred percent sure Bill will get another one? No. No. I'm I'm relatively secure in saying that he'll be an NFL coach. He doesn't want to end 15 wins short of the record. He just he's too competitive. No, I, no, I'm not saying it's they, not up to him though. Yeah, that's my point. Like, well, I I think maybe I I don't know. I obviously I don't know. I I just would be if he if his kids aren't on a staff this year, and it doesn't look like they're going to be with the Patriots, and Bill knows the way for them to get another job is by him continuing to coach and enabling his kids to try and. Get on their own feet and get into the NFL the way they want to be. I, I would what, be what's he going to say? I'll work for gift cards. Like, right. I mean, what, well, how do you think I'm here? What, what you, <laughs> and why gonna... wouldn't the kids be on the staff? May already said there's a job there for yeah, them. I, I think that was a polite thing to say. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know, but here's my issue with Robert Kraft. We all understand that he decided to go with Bill over Brady. It's a logical conclusion. It was uh, at that point more likely that a coach at, in his early 70s, late 60s would be more like himself than a quarterback in his mid-40s. He made the mistake. He listened to Bill. But for Robert to continually now push this narrative that the great intelligent man told me Bill, Tom was done, do you think Bill Belichick looked at Robert Kraft and said, Tom's done, no. he stinks? No, I That's can't why, see that in a million years. And I think that, that those whispers, which come right from Robert Kraft to Tom Brady Sr. or whomever, uh, are uh, one of the reasons, maybe, why... Bill Belichick does not have a job. And, and, and that might be exactly what Robert Kraft wants, is for Bill Belichick not to have a job and not to go and, and get the record elsewhere, which yeah. I think when somebody's giving you 20-plus years right. and six Super Bowl wins, I think that's pretty disturbing. And like, maybe that's why coordinators aren't running I, to come here. There's that, no way he's blacklisted. Yeah. See, I'm not I, buying that. If he's the greatest coach of all time. Explain it otherwise, Wiggy, if he's not. I, I told you, maybe these owners – Feel like he these was great owners, I think because these, of him coaching and having Tom Brady. Uh, I think these owners have been told 
a lot of things about Bill Belichick and why you don't want. But out there, a lot of owners running your organization. But out there, a lot of owners who don't like Robert Kraft. I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. I think that I, owners I, don't like each other. There's think, no I, way I, he's I blacklisted. Think, I, huh? There is no way that the great. You're telling me if he's the greatest coach of all time, it, which I think, believe. Do you think he is? There's no way he's blacklisted. So the Washington Commanders have zero interest in the greatest coach of all time. If that's well, they they talk to him. <laughs> Clearly, they don't because they talk to him, and then they went with Dan Quinn. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, it, that was that was a done deal during the season. Like Florio said, he was going to the Commanders mid-season. Right. But it's not I, even that he wasn't one of the top picks. Two candidates that were presumed to be the first choices for the Commanders and the Seahawks, Seahawks. Ben Johnson and Slowick, both. Said no. Yeah. Bill wasn't even the, like, you know, the last week the before the wedding, the, the last yeah. sort of invite you get when people cancel. <laughs> yeah. you know, he wasn't even on that list. He wasn't even a plus one. No. I mean, well. Uh, all right. We got to take a break. Um, we are at Loon Mountain, and not only do these people come out for the show, not only do they ski and board, but they also are doing a pretty good job on the adult beverage. I know. Yes. So I so, um, want to thank Cisco for hosting us here with some unbelievable beers and want to thank everybody when it comes to South Peak Resort for having us here. they got great houses. They'll build you a beautiful house here if you want. Um, and come on out and enjoy the mountain lifestyle at Loon. We will be right back. When he gets on skis, will Greg go with the pizza or french fry technique? Shine's betting odds say take both. It's the Snow Show on WEEI. Incredible 19 hours or so here in New Hampshire, and the snow show winding down. And you guys are guys are the best. Never, never, never has any show been blessed with an incredible uh, group of people like you who show up every time we ask and hang out the night before. I want to thank everybody last night who came out to the Woodstock Inn in North Woodstock and couldn't make it today because they have to work or whatever. Everybody here this morning, Mark and his entire team at the South Peak Resort, and I highly recommend that you come up here to Loon and take in all of the action uh, here South Peak side or elsewhere. The town of Lincoln is awesome. Great stuff down there. Uh, we gotta. I gotta go. I'm, I guess I'm gonna have to cough up and and uh, probably pay to have Reese's car untowed or whatever. <laughs> so this trip is costing me. I came all the way up here. Uh, you notice that's not Julia. Like Reese is the one who gets his car towed. Uh, Julia, yeah. rule follower. You always have one of each. Yeah. Well, uh, and so it's uh, it's it's Julia who follows the rules. When he so. was cu- when he was driving to the bar, I did hear Brian Bobes, friend of the program, Bobes yep. say to him, "Don't worry, your car will be fine." Oh, so, so we can blame it on Bobes. Yeah, yep. I think Bobes okay. should pay for it. All right. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Wiggy, great job. Good I, job. Uh, fun. Fun. I, I had a blast. Uh, I know. I Wiggy, you killed it. Uh, although I, I, you know, I'm. I, I don't I, know if I use that I, term. I watch, the, I watch the footage on Twitch, and I see you go, you know, about 30, 35 feet and then fall. So I, I don't know. Uh, geez, shredded. It, was, it was a hot term, man. Yeah. I told you. Ski, uh, hockey stop, I think they call it. I think right. Foye, is, uh, uh, Foye is, a, is an avid boarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he says. So uh, when it comes to tight ends <laughs> who work for the radio station, he clearly yeah. has better control on the, on the slopes. <laughs> Next year, me and Foye right? coming down the slopes. Right, Foye? <laughs> listen, I was watching the beginning of it, and first of all, listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, hey, Wiggs, good job, buddy. Listen, good job. And what are you, you know, laughing like, about? What well, laughing? I'm watching some of the video of Twitch, and I remember I walked into, Sh- into the office right here, and I'm watching, you know, with Shime as, as they're teaching you how to ski. And I'm like, why do they only have one ski on? Why is he just doing the one ski thing? Literally, should they should have brought you to the top of the bunny slope and just said, pizza, 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 pizza. That's it. That's all you need to do. You're not going down a slalom course or anything like that. The goal is just to get down safely. It was fast, though, so I, I, don't, I had to learn the pizza because if, it, if I don't know the pizza, I, how am I going to stop? You yeah. know, next year yeah. you probably should, you should try boarding next year. I would say, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not even kidding. Maybe you have more, like, you know, it, it feels more comfortable. It's, you don't get nervous about your knees getting jammed up. And maybe that listen, maybe that's the, that's your you know that's your vibe, right? Maybe right, skiing is, is too just you know middle aged white guy for you. You're more All of right. a border guy. All right, I'll try the border next <laughs> year. But I felt like I crested on the I felt like I crested on the mount, you know, out there on the snow. You did well. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know, you I'll try well. the border next year. You did well. Foyer, we got to get you up here and put you on this Listen, board thing. I, I, I begged and pleaded for an invite. I never got one. Wow, I begged and invite? pleaded for an Next invite. I sent so many messages to this guy. He just literally ignored him, Wiggs. Chris he just am. acted are, like he acted like I didn't invited. even. Listen, you can't act like you're always invited, okay? You need to be invited. That, so if that's, we do that this- doesn't work. Maybe if we do this next year, we'll make it a whole thing, and everybody can stay for the weekend. And we'll do like a, we'll do a whole. Ooh. We'll get uh, Gresham Foyer and and uh, afternoon show. Well, did wait? Did getting... Wiggy get his own bathroom? How did that work out? I missed. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he okay. Did. I got. A, I got he a, stole a, Courtney's yeah. room. Stole. I got. A, I got a hot tub and a, a shower <laughs> with a bunch of. Uh, shower heads on it, so yes, I... <laughs> Christian, he literally took Courtney's clothes that she had unpacked, put them back in her suitcase. Stop it. Yeah. Wigs. It's okay. It's yeah. 2024, uh, uh, Foyer. Yeah, you know, <laughs> women and men, we, we equal nowadays, oh, you know what I mean? Man. I got there first, so I just okay. I was there first, Courtney. Hey, Wigs, know. how about your guy Rick Spielman, like, giving you mad props yesterday? Yeah. Oh, well, shout out to my man. Rick. He was a little like overzealous though with the whole blocking thing. Let's let not act like you want you wanted anything to do with that. No, 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 no. I just got in the way. It was more like a ski bump. Hey, can you believe, Foyer? Can you believe that Bill doesn't have a job? That that that's. I'm it? a little amazed. Him and Vrabel, neither one of those guys, the two best candidates, neither one of them have a job. I am amazed by it, and they'll probably both be doing TV. And Braves is pretty good at it, did it while he was playing. He was part of the ESPN's draft coverage while he was a player. And if you're looking to stay relevant and in the, you know, uh, in the in, in the in eye the of everybody, then, yeah, you got to be doing TV. You got to give so, your opinion. People got to know you're still alive. Bill's definitely going to do TV, you think? Um, I, don't, I don't know if he does the whole, like, I'm on the panel with the CBS crew, but he definitely sh- will have a, an influence on something. Wow. Something. Who knows what that'll be? All right. And, uh, of course, Theo Epstein is now officially an owner of the Fenway Sports Group, the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, how about that? The Red Sox finally make a move, and it's a guy that doesn't even play. Yeah, Lou (laughs) Maloney's going to be on at, uh, what, 12 o'clock, and he's got lots of thoughts on that. All right, awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, All right, Gresham Foyer next. You guys, thank you so much. We love you. New Hampshire, we love you. Have a good weekend. Yeah, have a great weekend. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Wiggy, preemptive um, ibuprofen before yeah. bed tonight. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. No, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not with the skier community. Crush there's, the slopes out yeah. there. Alrighty. There's some there's some people who would like you to ice it from the inside with them now if you're going to stay here and have a beverage. Okay. So, All right. right. No doubt. Okay. All right. Um, we're back Monday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching this show on Twitch or on YouTube. 
And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 